across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's six o'clock, I'm Barry Caffrey. The headlines, Hertfordshire woman angry over family grave works, Queen to open new parliament and temporary arrivals hall opens at Luton Airport. BBC Three Counties Radio. A woman from Hertfordshire says she's appalled after finding an Italian tomb built over her great-grandparents' grave. Denise Hutchins' ancestors were buried in a common grave at Hoddesdon Cemetery and she had planted a cross a few years ago to mark the spot. Ben Nye reports. The 63-year-old says she visits the graves frequently and she was horrified to discover that a mausoleum was being built over the site. Broxbourne Borough Council says it's a common grave, which means it's owned by the council and the family have no exclusive right to it. They say it's normal practice to allow markers and crosses on common graves, but only until they need to be removed. The Queen will open a new session of Parliament later this morning, outlining the Conservatives' legislative programme for the coming year. The speech will include details of a referendum on staying in or leaving the European Union, but controversial plans to replace the Human Rights Act have been delayed. The Conservative MP, Crispin Hunt, blunt rather, denied David Cameron was doing a U-turn. All you've got is a sensible appreciation of the ground the government's got to cover, uh, both in the House of Commons and in the House of Lords. And there's obviously an, uh, a big lobby outside around uh, the convention, wholly understandably. It's an extremely important international instrument and it's very sensible that the government should proceed uh, with care. A specialist dog is being used today to try and find an 83-year-old man with dementia who went missing from Wheat Hampstead nearly a week ago. James Lomax was last seen leaving his home in Manor Road at about 10 to 5 last Thursday afternoon. Detective Superintendent Shirley Sargent says they will carry out another search today. From that time we will review and the search may be scaled down unless further information comes to light. Uh, but we are very much dependent on the public for information. Passengers landing at Luton Airport today will use a new temporary arrivals hall. It's been opened to allow the redevelopment of the main terminal. The airport is investing £100 million to increase passenger capacity over the next decade, from 12 to £18 million a year. The owners of a set of misspelled advertising flags in Houghton Regis say they're aware of the issue and it is being dealt with. Pictures of the Bedford Square banner flags, which have the letter A ahead of the letter U in the word square, have gone viral on social media. In the last half hour, it's been reported that Swiss police have arrested a number of senior officials of FIFA, the governing body of world football, on suspicion of corruption. The New York Times says some could face extradition to the United States to face charges connected to the bidding process for hosting World Cup tournaments, marketing and broadcasting deals. FIFA officials have been gathering in Zurich to choose their next president. And the weather, it will be a cloudy, dry day today with some sunny spells and highs of 18 Celsius, 64 in Fahrenheit. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Barry. He got Hunt's name wrong, but it could have been so, so much worse. <laughs> it could have been so much worse. 
Hey, coming up on the show today, um, Kelly Betts is uh, back. Kelly, great to have you back. Thanks, man. Um, and what we're going to do is we are going to kill you live on air. Oh, I hope excellent. you're OK with that. I brought a bicycle pump. Yep, yeah, good. We're going to um, uh, inflate her and then batter her to death. Is that all right, Kelly? Yeah, that's fine. Nice work. Across beds, hearts, They never killed a rabbit. This. They never BBC killed a rabbit. Here's the radio. thing, right? Not with a bicycle pump. What well, did they inflate it? They inserted well, that's, a... That's what I thought at first, but no, they just the, hammered it over the head. They never killed a rabbit. That was an hilarious stunt. Steve Pink was probably the producer that day. They never killed a rabbit. I tell you what... If they did kill the rabbit, they didn't eat that one because no. there's no meat on a rabbit anyway. Never mind a tiny baby one. This is the Dutch uh, um, uh, radio presenters Danish. who they ah good. Now I'm glad you said that because I always get the two mixed up. Yeah, I can understand that. Dutch and Danes. Duh words. So they're Danish. Yeah. Like a pastry. Yes. Do the Danish pastries really come from the Danes? I'm going to say no, Greg's. That is nuts, isn't it? Mm. Surely you can't um, call them Danish anymore. Like, you can't call Kendall Mint Cake Kendall Mint Cake unless it's from Kendall Mint Cake. Yeah, important. So these Dutch radio presenters... um, No, thanks, I'm full. God, I knew I was going to do that! You'd be gutted if I I actually had one. Not as as gutted as the rabbit wasn't. So these Dutch radio presenters, Mm -hmm. they... uh, Danish. No, thanks, I'm really, really stuffed. They claim that they killed a rabbit live on air by battering it to death. And the whole... It's in all the papers. The whole world has gone, this is disgusting. I tell you, yeah, it is disgusting. It's disgusting that there are radio presenters still so lazy that they would pretend because that's what they did, guys, to kill a rabbit on the air. They pretended they would have got a pump, a cushion, and a squeaky toy. Well, it would explain why they went into such detail. Apparently, they were saying, "Oh, it's twitching," and it was so they were they were they were painting painting pictures, weren't they? With their words, their words, with their mouths. I'm going to kill a rabbit. No, this is no rabbit. No real rabbit is being. At this point. Uh, Kelly, I'm, I'm afraid, due to our lack of sound effects, mm-hmm. um, you're... Shall I do the squeak? Um, oh, no, hang on a minute. I, I, think I, could, I think I can make this work. Hang on one second. Hang on a second. Is this... Let me just see if this... Uh, let me just see if this works. Hang on a second. I know which one. <laughs> oh, hang on. It's not working on it. <laughs> Can you not use my child as a sound effect? What uh, about one of yours? <laughs> or lockers going, ooh. Oh, yeah, hang on a second. You missed this yesterday, Kelly. That would be better. Uh, we, heard, uh, we heard Locker's uh, sex voice. Um, hang on a minute. Where have I put him? Oh, I've got so many. Oh, yeah, OK, right. So we're going to kill her. So I've got a rabbit here. This is it, Theatre of the Mind, right? I've got a rabbit here, cute, lovely. He's called Alan. He's called Alan the Rabbit, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill him now. He's just, you hold him there, Kath. You got him? You got him? Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Where should I hit him, Lockers? There? Lower. There? Lower. There? Ooh. Yeah, you love that, didn't you, Lockers? You dirty boy. That's what they did! They didn't kill a rabbit! They did not kill a rabbit! It never happened! Now, if someone were to point me to the video footage, which no doubt they would have shot, then I'll stand to be corrected, but um, there ain't no video footage because it didn't happen. And it would explain why the animal rights activist stood oh, by an, and then said, I, I have nothing to say now. Yeah, there was an... Oh, jeez. And everyone has fallen for it! Everyone except... This guy.
Not Jackie Wilson. I mean, he's dead. But if Jackie Wilson were alive, he wouldn't have fallen for it. He'd have seen right through those Dutch people. Danish. No, thanks. I'm full. going nuts yesterday about it. The blue microphone! Oh, the crying out loud woman! <sighs> you were telling me that Kay Burley was uh, literally uh, rubbing her legs with glee. Her legs with glee. I said her hands together. I don't know uh, what you were imagining. But a lot of people were getting very upset about it. Understandably, poor little rabbit, poor Alan. The Guardian had fallen for it. Danish radio presenter pets rabbit before killing it live on air. Video. Oh, there's video evidence. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I got it wrong. No, there's not. There's video of the guy taking it out of the box and stroking it. There's video of the woman, the uh, animal rights activist who was in the studio with a smile on her face saying, oh, well, it was a little bit cruel. There's no video of the rabbit having its head stoved in. Is there? Hey, listen, if there, if there is... is if there is, guys, then I will be the first to phone up Denmark and apologise. Just a random number in Denmark. It never, ever happened. And you've all been... You haven't been sucked in, because you guys are intelligent. 
everybody else has been sucked in. Well, uh, call us um, after 10. Do you think those radio hosts were right to kill the rabbit live on air? Give us a call now on BBC Local Radio somewhere else in the country. So what's going to happen in about two weeks is that they go, hey guys, it was only a jug, but thanks for everyone for talking about animal welfare. We did not really kill the rabbit. We were doing it to test whether people really do get upset about killing and to question where our food comes from. Hey, Dutch again there. Yeah. Crazy guys. You crazy guys. We were smoking a fat one and we decided to kill a rabbit on air, but we didn't. It was a trick. Rub me another fat one. You're welcome, radio. Oh, listen, what, there's what a video. They have, there? they have the Gillards. <laughs> They'll get one. Oh, dear me. Anyway, um, from, from, from one row <laughs> to another row, Kelly. Yep. Thank you, mate. Great to have you back. Thanks. OK. Tell me about that row. There's a row brewing in Broxbourne after a woman found her loved one's graves had been turned into a building site. Denise Hutchins says the first she knew of plans for a new mausoleum was when she visited the town cemetery and found the work in progress. Catherine, uh, you are our grave mausoleum expert. Yeah. Must have been a shock. Give me background. This is a plot at Broxbourne Cemetery and it's been the resting place of Alfred and Eliza Burton since the 1920s and 1913, respectively. OK, the so that's, that's, a, that's a hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah, they've oh. been there a while. So and they weren't that close then. But the problem is they're not the only ones there. It's a communal grave, and so the council have the right to do whatever they like. It doesn't belong to the family, and they are doing whatever they like by the looks of things. Now, Denise Hutchins says she knows this, and she also knows that when she put a wooden cross on the Burton's grave eight years ago, it wasn't strictly allowed, but they allowed it to go ahead. Uh, and she says that, you know, she believes the cemetery manager, because of that cross, would realise that someone cared about the grave enough to at least warrant a phone call. So, what happened? So, the cemetery holds generations of Denise's family and she visits them throughout the year on special dates and anniversaries, as people do. Now, she was shocked last week to stop by her great-grandparents' plot to find the beginnings of this mausoleum being built on their plot and her burial cross that she put in eight years ago had been taken out and was leaning against another tombstone. Now, she realises it's a common grave and that legally, Broxbourne council can do whatever they want with the land but she says this is a question of morality um the council what do they have to say about this they say that like many other councils finding space in their cemeteries is getting increasingly difficult but it's about trying to juggle finding space whilst handling this um emotive land in a sensitive way not emotive land, emotive really. land no i didn't write this uh she handled this because it would have been so much better if you had i wouldn't have put emotive land i like that phrase but you know what i mean Emotive land. It's not just a plot, is it? It's not just a piece of ground. The plot thickens. I mean, to the Borough Council, it's all about space, but this is Denise's ancestors. They were talking about um, Denise's cross yesterday, and they said... She's furious. <laughs> the Council's normal practice is to allow markers and crosses on common graves so respect can be, pay be paid, but respect. they will need to be removed at some yeah, point. Yeah. And they added that when crosses are removed, they're usually stored in the chapel area so that people can collect them or for general storage. Why would you want to take that home? I mean, I just... I just uh... Really? But, you know, phone call, guys, maybe. Would have been nice. Phone call, a phone call would have been nice, wouldn't it? Really? I okay. think that's the theme of that I story. Think we've set the positioning there. Give us a call. BBC, Beach Free Counties Radio. It's the best! <laughs> Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Right, so having a look at the speed sensors in Standon on Stortford Road, there's tra temporary traffic lights at the high street, so that could get busy later on. And in Hitchin on Stevenage Road, there's drainage works going on at White Hill Road, so that could also get busy looking at the speed sensors. It's not causing any delays at the moment, and no problems reported on the A1M or the M1 or the M25. On the trains, though, Chilton Railway are reporting delays between Marlebone and Banbury because of a signalling problem. They could be affected by two-hour delays and short-notice cancellations. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties radio did you just cut the cheese um i don't have any cheese i think you stink <gasps> you said you how rude hey how rude having to go a little how old's that little girl that uh, six sammy you think it's think a bit billy big um uh boots? potatoes yeah bullying a six-year-old child how outrageous isn't it though isn't it though isn't it, it is though isn't it it is kelly great to have you back thank you you're welcome 616 we're down the rabbit hole we ain't pretending to kill no rabbits down this hole rabbits are free to come and go as they please Oh, yeah, headlines. Um, mm, 616, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A woman... From, I'm just getting out of my system because when I'm on BBC London this afternoon, I won't be able to do any of this nonsense. Straight down the line. Straight down the line. Straight. Yes, I am. Straight down the line. Midday. A woman from Hertfordshire so she's appalled after finding an Italian tomb built over her great-grandparents' grave in Hoddesdon. Permission granted. I don't think it's literally for Italians. I think it's Italian style. We can take the Italian bit out. It's just a mausoleum. Those damned Italians coming over it. I may be wrong. But I know these are victims of the, uh, the f uh, famous ice cream wars of the 1970s. No, those Italians coming over here, stealing our grave space with their Italian tombs. I don't think it is, but it might be. So okay. Just... Steady. Steady. No, I, we're in a very naughty mood this morning, primarily because um, Kelly's back. Great to have you back, Kelly. You're welcome. Thank you. And the Queen's doing something later. Wicked. Three Counties Radio. We're the BBC. I'm sorry, guys. 08459 455 555. What was the phrase that offended you? Emotive land. <laughs> Emotive land. Right. No, and I think that's genuinely a beautiful phrase. There is much it land that is... means nothing. Oh, No. Flanders fields, that's not emotive land. Oh. It's the emotion that you attach to it, the land in itself. No! All right, guys, down the rabbit hole until 7 o'clock, emotive land. Dealey, take this to the streets. What land is emotive for you? 08459 455 555. I can think of plenty of emotive land. Go on. Um, One example. Holland or Denmark? All right, then. Do you want to do this on air? Because I'm about to pwn you. And you can't come back against this. You ready, Just? Why are you going to turn ready? my mic yep. off? Go on. No, I'm not going to turn your mic off. I'm going to pwn you, and you're going to go, uh. You're about to hear you go, uh. Okay. Ask me the question. Emotive land. Yeah. What's yours? The, um, the spot just um, west of Edinburgh where my dad's ashes are buried. Very emotive land. You buried your dad's ashes? Boom. Yeah, I know, I no, know. No, it's not, that's not uncommon. I've done yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's not in, his dad. But that's called inter is that interning them? Yes. Interring. Interring, is it? Oh, yeah, not interning. I thought we got a turn each. That's giving them I a job. I went to Edinburgh uh, earlier in the year, I think it was this year, uh, maybe, anyway, to uh, to get rid of my dad's ashes. Right, I thought we were going to scatter them, and I was all set to scatter them, and then we buried them, and I had to pretend I knew that's what we were going to do all along. <laughs> 
So that's your motive land, Justin, isn't it? Oh, wow. That's that's, that's getting deep. That's, well, it really wasn't deep. that deep. And my <laughs> nan and granddad my, yeah. uh, are buried there illegally. Really? Yeah, because they, you can only have a certain amount of, of, of things there, like mm-hmm. um, jars with the, the bits in of yeah. the person that you loved. And, um, like, all the, the, the rugbies are kind of, their ashes are buried there. But the council, when my nan and granddad were going to be buried, they said, oh, no, you can't, you can't, you've not got permission to do it. So they're like, oh, all right, fair enough. My family are dead common, right? And they're from uh, South London. So they, they buried, although I think they buried my granddad's ashes there, but they weren't allowed to bury my nan's. And so the guy from the council, they watch you bury the ashes and stuff, and um, then they kind of cover it up. And, and my family, they went to leave. <laughs> And then when they saw the councillor gone, they went back and they dug it up again very quickly and they put um, <laughs> Nanny Pegg's ashes in there. I know I often say I don't want your live story, but that's actually a very good one. In it, in it yeah, yeah, I like it. In it. Good. So, Emotive Land, 08459 555 It happened. It happened. There is emotive. You must know emotive land, Justin. Uh, emotive land for me, again, it's probably going to be quite deep. It's where my uh, grandparents are buried um, at a church in uh, Hemel Hempstead. Nice yeah. bit of land there. Beautiful. That, that land to me is special. It's, it's emotive. Can I ask mm. a question of Kelly? Yes. Mm. Kelly, where's your nan? Um, she's several places. Hey. One. Uh, I took her out in envelopes. Yeah, in money bags and cigarette boxes. And she's it. partly sprinkled in a chip shop in Wales. All right, this is the phone-in. <laughs> there are two phone-ins. In the chip shop? Yeah, they don't know. In, like an ashtray. They trickled her all over the shop. Here we go, two phone-ins, right, Justin? You take your pick. Right, you take your pick. Emotive land, yep. or where's your nan? 08459 555. Where's your nan? Just remind us, Kelly, where's your nan? Chip shop in Wales. OK. Mine's in Southport. She's alive. I made myself laugh. She also is inside me somehow because when we threw her ashes, oh. I swallowed a load. Oh no! It's not a clean process, is no. it? Have you ever seen it? When, it when we blow um, back. We we my granddad went first, and my other grandma died, right? And they wanted to be <laughs> they wanted to be sprinkled together. Oh. So we had to wait, mm. and then we had this moment where we went on the garden of rest, and it was like they give you that sort of shaken back thing. Have you seen that? Yeah. And it's yeah. and it takes ages, and yeah. everyone sort of. Hurry up, Nan. Yeah, and then we release some balloons, so it effectively litter. 08459 555. Emotive land, and where's your Nan? Justin, can you, can you get anything from those? <laughs> of course I can, Beautiful. yes, absolutely. Let's do this thing about um, idiots, and yep. then I, I want to play a seven-minute song. Yes. Um, right, Justin, simple question. Spell the word square to me. S-Q-U-A-R-E. Yeah. It's simple. Even I know that. It sounds easy, doesn't it? It does, yes. But apparently, if you're a professional flag maker... <laughs> I love this story. It's not that simple. And if you're a, someone who's got to check the flags that you've ordered, it's not that simple. What about the guy that put it up? Surely he looked at it. You, you would think so. Mm. But I bet everyone's going, oh, it's not my job, Gov. A set of banners flying proudly from the new Bedford Square development in Houghton Regis. Oh, they've been put up by numpties. Justin, <laughs> tell me about these flags, please. Uh, six little beauties uh, in Bedford Square in Houghton Regis. Uh, now, we initially thought, well, obviously we, we thought, what, well, Plum's done this, but yep. uh, well, we started looking into it and we thought it must be the town council. But they were keen to stress to us yesterday, hey, this has got absolutely nothing to do with us. And they pointed us in the direction of the owner of the shopping area. Um, that is uh, Martin Slow Estate. Now, although 
we've only been able to leave messages. They did tell the BBC yesterday that they were aware of these six flags being spelt incorrectly and it's being dealt with. I mean, beyond that, um, we couldn't confirm much else, really, including if they were the freeholders or not. They've but... spelt square wrong. How yeah. have they spelt it? S-Q-A-U-R-E. And these these yeah. are massive. Yeah. They're not just like little... These no. are massive banners, aren't they? Huge, great big banners. You can see the picture on our Facebook and Twitter as well. Six of them, six massive great big flags <sighs> selling Bedford Square, but sadly it's been spelt incorrectly. And the thing is, right, it's... Uh, OK, you, you could say, oh, it's a little bit of nonsense. There, how many of these flags? Are there three of them? Six. Six, right. <laughs> I'm not being funny, but this is this is actually massive, right? This is a huge thing, because if people are putting up six massive flags, and no one's... The guy that spelt it has spelt it wrong. The guy that checked it has checked it wrong. The woman that, that put it up has got it... All of these people are going... This is broken Britain. This is why kids are, are smoking crack and drinking booze and bunking off school. This is why there's unemployment. This is because people can't be bothered to get the basics right. Well, apparently the flags were put up as part of a rebrand, uh, which has clearly gone wrong. Uh, but in saying that, I mean, later, after 8 o'clock, the people of Houghton Regis take the J-Dog spell check. Oh. And you would be shocked at how many people cannot spell the word square. So we can sit here and we can moan about it, but in actual fact, will it make a great deal of difference? Because a lot of people in the area can't spell the word anyway. But hang but, on. Mm. Surely, if you're a sign writer or you want to be a sign writer or a flag maker, your interview surely should say, OK, how's your spelling? Yeah. Can you spell square? I sub I, OK, in defence of the sign writer, and we've got about 40 seconds from you, Just, which we'll mm -hmm. play in a minute. In def we'll do Crosby, Stills and Nash afterwards. In defence of the sign writer, hmm. right, it's that spinal tap thing, isn't it, where he's drawing Stonehenge and instead of writing feet, he does the sign for inches. Mm -hmm. And then a tiny Stonehenge turns up and he goes, well, what's that? That's what you asked for, 12 inches. No, I meant 12 feet. So they just do what they're told. They just yeah. do, the yeah, sign writer them. is commissioned to do what they are told. And if someone said, right, we want six flags, we want them looking like this, and if you can just put Bedford Square, and they write that down, They've done their sure job. It's about pride in your work. I bet Scott, if someone asks him for a, a T-shirt, a nope. hilarious T-shirt, he will make sure the spelling's right, nope. even if their spelling's wrong. No, nope. fair play. I got him to print up uh, to design some business cards for me, and, and I gave him a wrong spelling on there, and uh, he spelt it. He spelt it as I told him to spell it because that's his job. Yeah, that's yeah. his job. Who are you to question? If it, somebody says I want yeah. six flags, there you go. There's two grand for six flags. Who are this you to question? You are a native English speaker. As <laughs> 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 a professional. Well. <laughs> Come on, though. I mean, sometimes... I mean, if somebody gives you the money and they say, this is what I want, well, you, you're providing a service by giving that yeah, person what they want. I wouldn't want my name on it. No. Justin, you did take this. I've got 40 yeah. seconds here. What, what is this? Well, later, people take the spell check, but it's kind of a 50-50 split because when I was there yesterday, people saw a man with a BBC badge with a microphone and they came up to me saying, are you talking about the flag? Some people were outraged. Here's what they had to say. Very embarrassing. Madam Lovely Scooter, what do you think about these signs? Disgusting. <laughs> Somebody can't spell, perhaps they, they've only just gone to school. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Go on, I'll let you whiz off. <laughs> That's Houghton all over for you, to be honest. <laughs> Nothing more to add? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you think about those flags? Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I'd tell them to go back to school. What about this for a punishment? The flags come down, and the person who's made that mistake, you wrap them in the flag, and you make them walk around Houghton Regis for seven days. Oh, definitely, yes. Uh, typical for this area. Not shocked, actually.
Well, Dave from Luton's on the line. Dave, what do you think? Well, I think he's disgusting. And I agree with you, Dave. Thanks for calling. It is, you know, it's a silly little thing, but it's these silly little things. It's important. It's in, it's an embarrassment for the area. Of course it's embarrassing, because this is what, this was meant to be a big rebrand. Tesco, when they closed, uh, they took down their advertising flag, so it's something new going up, something yeah. to, promote, to promote House and Regis, and they can't even spell the word square correctly. Dealey, listen, we'll speak a bit later on. If you can get... Um, emotive land or where's your grand I'll let you pick and choose uh, we'll speak to you before seven yeah no problem cheers my dears. cheers disgusting hell miss Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, there's been an accident at Junction 25 for Enfield. It's partially blocked on the exit slip road there by a van that's had an accident. In Neeston on the North Circular Road, that's busy between the M1 at the Staples Corner flyover and Wembley. And in L Street, that's looking slow on the A5183 just after Allen Lane because of some water mains works going on there. On the trains, Chiltern Railway are reporting delays between Marlebone and Banbury because of a signalling problem. There are possible two-hour delays on that line. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past 
past six with the headlines, I'm Barry Caffrey. A woman from Hertfordshire says she's appalled after finding a tomb built over her great-grandparents' grave. Denise Hutchins' ancestors were buried in a common grave at Hoddesdon Cemetery and she had planted a cross a few years ago to mark the spot. Broxburn Borough Council says it's a common grave, which means it's owned by the council and the family have no exclusive right to it. The new session of Parliament will officially open today with the Queen giving a speech setting out the government's plans. David Cameron appears to have delayed one of his key election promises, bringing in a British Bill of Rights to replace the Human Rights Act. Chiltern Railways are not running services through Buckinghamshire this morning because of signalling problems. All services between Banbury and London Marleybone and Aylesbury and Marleybone have been cancelled. Plans to send migrants arriving in southern Europe to other countries across the EU are set to be out are to be set out. The European Commission's proposals are in response to rising numbers crossing the Mediterranean from the Middle East and North Africa. Britain plans to opt out. The owners of a set of misspelled advertising flags in Houghton Regis say they're aware of the issue and it's being dealt with. Pictures of the Bedford Square banner flags, which have the letter A ahead of the letter U in the word square, have gone viral on social media. And the weather forecast dry and fine today with some sunny spells and highs of 18 Celsius. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Reports suggest an operation is underway at a Swiss hotel to arrest several top FIFA officials on corruption charges. It's taking place at the location of their annual meeting. It's thought the suspects are facing extradition to the United States of America. The BBC understands that the US Department of Justice and the FBI is set to hold a press conference in Brooklyn, New York this afternoon. Meanwhile, the chief executive of the Football Association of Ireland, John Delaney, has told the BBC they will vote against Sepp Blatter in Friday's FIFA presidential election. Delaney believes Blatter should step down for the good of the game. We won't be voting for him. The Republic of Ireland vote will be for Prince Ali from Jordan. It's time for Blatter to step down. I think he, sh- he should do it. Regardless of all the good that he you know, claims to illustrate he's done in his tenure, he has to recognise that FIFA has an incredibly bad brand image. And that is associated with Blatter himself. Tennis now and the top seed Serena Williams is through to the second round of the French Open in Paris after she beat Andrea Hlavakova 6-2, 6-3. In the men's draw, there was a shock exit for Grigor Dimitrov as he lost in the first round to the American Jack Sock, 7-6-6-2-6-3. There were no problems for the world number one, Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal, though, who both won their opening matches in straight sets. And those are the sports headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm back with a full news bulletin at seven. Oh, 
Remember what we've said and done and felt about each other. If have mercy, don't let the past remind us of what we are not now. I am not dreaming. I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. You make it hard. Tearing yourself away from me now. You are free. I am crying This does not mean I don't love you I do That's forever Yes, and for always I am yours You are mine You are what you are You make it hard Something inside is telling me that I've got your secret Are you still listening? Here is the lock And laughter the key to your heart And I love you I am yours You are mine You are what you are You make it hard
that's old news. What sort of videos have you got? Chestnut brown canary, ruby throated sparrow, sing the song, don't be long, thrill me to the marrow. Lower, lower, lower. Uh. Coleslaw, potato salad. Voices of the angel ring around the moonlight Asking me, says she's so free How can you catch the sparrow? That's old news. What sort of videos have you got? Lacey Lilting Leary, losing love, love, and Change my life, make it right, be my And he got that bad. My Kelly, you take time off, you miss all that. I don't even want to know what it is. You don't. Imagine it. No. Imagine something worse. No. Imagine something oh. even worse than that. That's what they were doing. Oh, Great gosh. to have you back. Crazy. What did you say? It's crazy. What did you say before that? Oh, gosh. You, mm, mm. Play it back. Play it back. Wowzers. Yeah, it didn't sound like it. Didn't gosh, sound did like it, it did no. it? Didn't sound like it. Play it back, Kelly. Unbelievable. Not so, not so good to have you back. Potty mouth. What have you got in the papers? It's quite a popular band, ba brand in India. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I... this is good. Yeah, go on. Hitler ice cream. Yay! <laughs> Page 32 of the Daily Mail. Beautiful. I don't know why they've stashed it away here. There needs to be more pictures of this. Unlikely to go down terribly well with any German or Jewish visitors to the country. Lack of knowledge about the Holocaust means it's not the first time the Nazi leader's name or image, I mean, they even use his face has been used as a brand in India. However, the appearance of the ice cream cones has triggered an internet campaign in Germany to try to get the tasteless and macabre oh, brand withdrawn. Actually, it's got his picture on it. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's Hitler. It's Hitler ice cream. Get over yourself, Germany. It's in India. They don't give a stuff about what you think. They don't respect your sensibilities. They don't care. They don't care. Anonymous, no, Shafia says, uh, on the text 81333, start your text 3CR, the sign writer and checker are both Polish. Do you know that for sure, Shafia? 
I've had a, the experience of asking... Here we go, look. Here we go. I've had the experience of asking in writing for the middle feature page of my charity event programme to read, May Kung a Difference. I got all 500 programmes on the day before the event with Making a Difference. I had no choice but to hand them out as, as was is. Why did you want May Kung? A text five minutes later, sorry, should have been written making and not May Kung. So they got it wrong in the text. Oh, it's your fault. That's how easy it is to be an idiot. <laughs> did you hear it back, Kelly? Yep. Yep. Do you want to apologise to the boys and girls? I did not say what you think I said. But you thought you said it. No, I didn't. So you must have. If you thought you said it, you must have. What? It sounded like you said it. You're going to apologise to the boys and girls? I apologise to the Thank you very much. She only said gosh. Play it back. This time she only said gosh. Play it back. Um, anything else in the papers? Yeah, there's some various other things, yep. uh, which I'll tell you about. Where's uh, your nan? Oh, wait, four five nine four double five five double five. An emotive land. Emotive land. My old school's emotive land. My old school would make me cry. My uh, Monksfield Way in Slough, where I lived until the, the land, age of eleven. The land is, is not intrinsically emotive. Oh, do you know what you are? A pedant. And Can you right. hear that? Can you hear that? I'll do it faster. No, you can hear that. That's what she is. You've done that before. Yeah. No, practice. Plenty, plenty of practice. About 35 years of practice. Must be tired. <clears throat> Never. It's <clears throat> um, on page 35, right? Here's a woman living in denial. Go on. The sun page, well, I ain't got it. I don't got it. You've mixed all the papers. No, I haven't. I've only got the mail in the express at this point. It's on page 35. A woman living in denial. How? That's if she fits. Nigerian lover proposed after six months, then said he only wed me for visa. Well, um, well, Dina. You know, well, you know. I know that Nigerians like big butts and they cannot lie, but even they would have uh, trouble um, with that. She might be charming. When Dina Charles walked down the aisle, she could not wait to spend the rest of her life with the man she loved. But just half an hour after the pair exchanged their vows, oh. she discovered her Nigerian groom had been texting another woman. I'm texting another woman. Dina, I do not love you, Dina. I love another woman. I'm here for my visa, Dina. I'm here for my dinner, Dina. Can you stop doing the voice? Is that bad? Yeah. And Dina was left further humiliated when hubby, Ben Moore, admitted he'd only married her for a visa. Ben Moore? I know Ben Moore. Ben Moore. Oh, different fella. Dina, 23, says... My whole world came crashing down. Can I do her voice? Yeah, you can do it. Racist. My whole world came crashing down when I found out my marriage was a fake. I love Ben with all my heart, and there's plenty of it. There'd have to be. We'd made loads of plans for the future, and he seemed desperate to start a family. I want to start a family with you, Dina. Stop it. She was instantly... She was instantly attracted to his looks when they met online and was hooked after he struck up a flirty conversation. The thing is, the thing is... Right. A lot of these women that marry um, uh, Nigerians, that, that, a lot of these people that are exploited for visas, mm -hmm. right? They are uh, uh, permission to speak freely without any accents. Okay. They're deeply unattractive, Ooh. and they've never experienced people showing them love and affection. So well, if someone shows them love and affection, they they get sucked in. Your first love, you thought that that's it. I'm going to be with this person forever. No, I didn't. I hate Scots to start with. Well, your 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 heart is colder than that of Olaf's, but. But the, the the first love generally, we think this is it. This is going to be it forever. And this is their first love. This is their first. And someone showing them a kindness mm -hmm. and affection, and 
you know, and they think, oh, this is it, this is it. And, and, and it's not. They're vulnerable. Anyone who is willing to throw their life up in the air for the sake of someone that they've known for six months, they are desperate for some sort of some sort of change, aren't they? I couldn't imagine being so... Uh, uh, and that, Kelly, yes. We started chatting and he explained he'd come to, to the UK from Nigeria to study for a business degree. Mm. Um, she met him in London for a day of sightseeing. Ben took me to see Big Ben. Oh, Did oh. You know? <laughs> On the first date. <laughs> Cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting with the trains, there are some major delays. Chiltern Railway have a two-hour delay on services between Marlebone and Banbury. All the trains are cancelled at least until 8 o'clock this morning. On the M25 clockwise, the entry slip road at Junction 25 for Enfield is partially blocked by an accident involving a van. It's also slow on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford. And in Borehamwood on the A1, there are queues southbound between the Holiday Inn and Barnet Lane at Stirling Corner. It's also busy on the A1 Watford Way south Southbound at Mill Hill from the apex corner towards Mill Hill Circus. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you. We're getting some great tweets on Where's Your Nan. Some of you not quite got it. Well, uh, 08459 555. Where's Your Nan? <laughs> Big Ben, I mean, really. That's the first date That's as well, outrageous. I mean. That's outrageous. Will she ever learn? Well, did the bell chime? That's the question. Bong. <laughs> doesn't mention that. 6.48, it's uh, Wednesday, the 27th of May. I'm in Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Great to have you back, Kelly. Thanks. You're welcome. A woman, maybe you should consider having some time off. I'm always considering having time off. A woman from Hertfordshire says she's appalled after finding a mausoleum built over her great-grandparents' grave. The council says as it's common, common grave, she's got no right to it. And a number of senior officials from football's world governing body FIFA are reported to have been arrested on suspicion of corruption. FIFA corrupt! I'll not have a word of it! Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello there, very good morning to you. It's Sarah Thornton here with your weather and it's a chilly start this morning. We've seen temperatures well down into single figures as we're expecting through the night, as low as four degrees, but lots of sunshine out there right now, looking at a dry day with uh, sunshine for the first half of the day, although we'll see an increasing cloud through this afternoon and that cloud is the weak weather front moving towards us. It might just give us a little bit of light in patchy rain through this evening. Before that, top temperature of 18 Celsius, 64 in Fahrenheit. That light in patchy rain clearing away certainly by breakfast tomorrow morning. It'll be fairly breezy in its wake though, but uh, a bright start tomorrow. Lots of sunshine in the afternoon. A little bit cooler than today, but bright and breezy at 16, perhaps 15 degrees in some spots. Friday morning we start with quite a lot of heavy rain around. Some hail and thunder mixed in with the showers that will follow on later in the day. And then Saturday, the driest day of the weekend. Looks pretty nice actually, if rather cool for the time of year at 14 degrees and still fairly windy. But Sunday we'll see some rain. Thank you, Sarah. So we're asking, um, uh, Emotive Land, where's your nan? And have you ever been taken to see Big Ben on a first date?
Talking to a lady on the streets, in actual fact, yeah. uh, Madam, give us your name again. Lynn. Lynn, we gave you those flowers a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? You because did. you deserve oh, them. Please. Tell us how that improved your life for that week. Well, it cheered everyone up hey. in the office. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's really nice. Nice to see them on the desk. You're still smiling now, I'm aren't still you? I'm always smiling. <laughs> Have a good day. Take care. Well, isn't that there nice? You go. There you go, boss. Justin's a romantic soul. Can I ask him the question? Yeah, sure. Would you show a girl Big Ben on the first date? Uh, would I? Um, no, I probably wouldn't, actually. You'd save that? Yeah, I would save that probably for a... What about the London three, Eye? The London Eye? Uh, no, again, I wouldn't do. I think, it's, I think it's too big for the first date. I think you need to start small and then get big. So where would you start? I'll probably... Do you know what? First dates for me... Yeah. I'm going to give love advice right now. OK. And well. as you know, I'm never wrong. I'm never wrong. Well... <laughs> if you're going on a first date, this is the best thing to do, guys. Yes. Go to the cinema. And I'll tell you why, because you can be around each other. It's the worst. You no, don't no, have no, to hang talk. On, hang on. You can feel the vibe, you can feel the aura, uh, and you don't have to have those uncomfortable moments. And then date number two, yeah. that's when you go to a restaurant, one, that's one, when you might just go ask, and see something We've big. got another love expert. Hang on one second. I think that is a ridiculous idea. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's a ridiculous no, it's idea. It's a great idea. It's a ridiculous idea. No. <laughs> Do the popcorn trick, like you. Well, you didn't do the popcorn trick when we went to McCartney. You did the um, the hot dog trick. Yeah. What about a foot long? A foot long. Uh, the what, cinema. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it's well. It's, I think it's a little bit. A bit forward, isn't it? I think it yeah. is. I think yeah. it's kind of suggesting something if you have a, a foot long. Let me clear that up. There's, there's there's nothing like um, there's nothing like a good dong on a first date. What, the Big Ben one? Big Ben, yeah. There's nothing like it. There's boring, nothing though. like it. We're asking, where's your nan? Kelly, where's your nan? Part of her is in my lungs. Beautiful. Um, backfired. Yeah. And <laughs> some is in... Nan um, backfired. Uh, chip shop in Wales. Um, we've, wow. got, we've been asking this. Where's your nan? Um, there's some of you haven't got this. Bob says dead. Yeah, but where? Hmm. Marion says uh, two in the cemetery, one with granddad, two. Double plot. Ooh, oh, cheeky. Um, Canvey Island, says Brat. David says, pushing up daisies, but she had a great time getting there. And then David's posted a picture of, of his delightful nan. 
She looks terrified in that picture. She doesn't look like she's having a good time at that particular moment. It looks like, if you had a mask on, it looked like she'd be next to Jihadi John. She looks absolutely <laughs> petrified in that picture, David. Honestly. Justin, what have you taken to the streets for us? Uh, uh, well, you wanted emotive land. Yep. And also, where's your nan? Where's your nan? That was a tough call first thing in the morning, that yep, one was. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, I've done both for you. Oy. Here's what the streets had to say. Where's your emotive land, madam? Batford Springs. Batford Springs. Why Batford Springs? Why is that emotive land for you? It's beautiful, it's down, there's water, there's the river there, there's green meadows, it's lovely. And the other question they're asking this morning is, where is your nan? My nan? Um, Watford, down at Watford Crematorium. Where is your nan? The, well, the ashes ended up in the sea. Where's your nan? <laughs> I'm in the cemetery up Stopsley, in the cemetery, there are ashes for up there. My nan's in Milton Keynes, I think, somewhere. Is she? I think she's in Milton Keynes, yes, yes. The new city. The, well, no, no, let's, listen, it's, it's Luton Airport and it's Milton Keynes, the town. Reminder. Oh, yeah, flipping it. We're talking about bad signs, Justin. Bad yeah. signs. Bedford Squire. And I, now, everyone kept saying, because now that Junction 10 is, is almost done, boy, it's a joy. Now they've raised that limit up to 50 miles an hour. I feel so much more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And everyone said, have you seen the new Welcome to Luton sign? It's pathetic. I was going, no, I've not seen it. They're going to have, keep, you, you, you can't miss it. And I drive in and I couldn't see the new Welcome to Luton sign. Well, I saw it the other day and now I can't stop seeing it. As you drive in on Junction 10, on the left-hand side, there's a massive mound of earth. And uh, it says, welcome to Luton. But the M is wonky. Wobbly M. The M is wobbly. And I thought, oh, well, this is obviously a temporary thing. I thought maybe it was like um, they had plants there and it would grow into beautiful flowers. I think it's concrete, isn't it? It's tarmac. Yeah. It's tarmac and painted over. Do you know why it's over to one side slightly? Why? Advertising. They're going to put advertising there. Oh, flipping it. Are they going to plant trees around it so it'll look a bit less like a road? The welcome to Luton sign is an embarrassment. Embarrassment, Luton. Yeah. It's an embarrassment to you. You should be thoroughly ashamed of yourself. It's awful. It's rubbish. It welcome. <laughs> the M is wonky, guys. Get a straight. A- what is it? Right. This is again. Yeah, yeah. It's honestly, my tongue is not in my cheek. When we talk about Bedford Square and. <laughs> It's these small things that that are broken Britain. It's these small. If we let the standards go on signs like that, then who's who's going to give us stuff about anything? You know what anything? it is? It's a broken window syndrome, right? Once yeah. we accept that some windows are broken, they'll all go. Helen Hancock. Can you take the welcome to Luton sign to the streets? With absolute pleasure. Would you? Because I think it's an embarrassment I to the town. I think it is. And you know what? Luton's got so much to offer, so much history. Why not have a giant plane, a bit like Heathrow? Or a big, oh. bo- a big, a big boater. Yeah, a big boater with oh. a hat. You could have a Littlewoods Cup. You could have a statue of Eric Morecambe. So many things oh. that this town is famous for. Or but just you know a straight what? M. <laughs> <laughs> They've just let it go. It's embarrassing for the people. Oh, dearie, mate. Justin, we'll speak to you later. Take care, boss. Thank you, mate. Um, um, cryptic Citizen is. Um, we're asking where's your nan, and they've said morbid thoughts to start start the day. Colon dash open bracket. Oh dearie me, get over yourselves. Where's your nan? It's a joyous thought. Where's your nan? Dead or alive? Usually they're in a place that meant something to them. Yeah, it's a joyous thought. You've misunderstood. Kelly's is in a chip shop a bit. So, there are actually quite a few good things in the story. Very quickly, um, there's a, a fifteen quid to enter a massive crack. 
I don't like cracks. Oh, I love a good crack. And I don't mind paying for a good crack. Look at this. 15 quid. The Dark Abyss of Britain's Abyss? Abyss. The Dark Abyss of Britain's deepest... Say it again. The Dark Abyss. Abyss. Oh, I fancy Abyss. The Dark Abyss um, of Britain's... Come on. Okay, just go the, on. The Dark Abyss of Britain's deepest cavern is being opened to the public for a few days, providing they have a head for heights and pay 15 quid for the privilege of being winched hundreds of feet down. The trip into Gaping Gill... Oh. ...in North Yorkshire. And it's amazing. It's a massive... Well, it's just like a... It's a, it's huge, a big crack. It's a massive crack. There's this huge gash in the ground and you can slip into it. And it looks... It look, you don't like this kind of stuff, I do don't you? like to be enclosed. Very moist. No, I don't like it. It's quite big inside. You say that, but I have to get through that. It's I like a joystick in a cathedral. It's squeezing through, I don't like. All I'm saying is, I'm up for a bit of that. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the trains, there are some major delays between Marylebone and Banbury this morning in both directions. Lo- most of the services are cancelled. A few of them are running and they're expecting two-hour delays on the ones that aren't cancelled. On the M25 clockwise, the entry slip road at Junction 25 for Enfield is partially blocked by an accident. And on the anti-clockwise M25 at Junction 21 for the M1 towards 19 for Watford, that's looking very busy too. On the M40, it's slow northbound from Junction 1 for the A40, it's then roundabout towards the M25. And in high Wickham, it's starting to get busy on Eastern Street around the roadworks at the High Street where it's being resurfaced. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. David, thank you for your lovely picture of your nan. We're crawling out of the rabbit hole now, so no more telling us where your nan is. But that welcome to Luton sign, I mean, flipping heck. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Barry Caffrey. The headlines, Hertfordshire woman angry over family grave works. Chiltern services cancelled in Buckinghamshire this morning and temporary arrivals hall opens at Luton Airport to allow redevelopment. BBC Three Counties Radio. A woman from Hertfordshire says she's appalled after finding an Italian tomb built over her great-grandparents' grave. Denise Hutchins' ancestors were buried in a common grave at Hoddesdon Cemetery and she had planted a cross a few years ago to mark the spot. More details from Ben Nye. The 63-year-old says she visits the graves frequently and she was horrified to discover that a mausoleum was being built over the site. Broxbourne Borough Council says it's a common grave, which means it's owned by the council and the family have no exclusive right to it. They say it's normal practice to allow markers and crosses on common graves, but only until they need to be removed. Chiltern Railways are not running services through Buckinghamshire this morning because of signalling problems. All services between Banbury and London Marleybone and Aylesbury and Marleybone have been cancelled. Chiltern Railways tickets will be valid on Virgin Trains, First Great Western, London Midland and London Underground, whilst engineers try and fix the problem. The Swiss authorities have arrested senior officials from football's world governing body FIFA on corruption charges. The FIFA president, Sepp Blatter, is not believed to be among them. It's understood they are to be extradited to the United States to face allegations of misconduct stretching over two decades, including in relation to bids for World Cups. 
For the first time in nearly 20 years, the Queen is to present the programme of a majority Conservative government as she opens a new session of Parliament. Its expected manifesto pledges, such as a freeze on some taxes and greater powers for Holyrood, will be in the Queen's speech. But controversial plans to introduce a British Bill of Rights to replace European human rights laws have been delayed to allow further consultations to take place. A specialist dog is being used today to try and find an 83-year-old man with dementia who went missing from Weath Hampstead nearly a week ago. James Lomax was last seen leaving his home in Manor Road at about 10 to 5 last Thursday afternoon. Detective Superintendent Shirley Sargent from Hertfordshire Police says they will carry out another search today. From that time we will review and the search may be scaled down unless further information comes to light. Uh, But we are very much dependent on the public for information. Passengers landing at Luton Airport today will use a new temporary arrivals hall. It's been opened to allow the redevelopment of the main terminal. The airport is investing £100 million to increase passenger capacity over the next decade from 12 to £18 million a year. And the owners of a set of misspelt advertising flags in Houghton Regis say they are aware of the issue and it is being dealt with. Pictures of the Bedford Square banner flags, which have the letter A ahead of the letter U in the word square, have gone viral on social media. The weather forecast, it will be a cloudy dry day today with some sunny spells, highs of 18 Celsius, 64 in Fahrenheit. Get the latest news online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Morning, PPIs. Thank you, Barry. Good to have you with us this morning. More from Barry with the news as the show goes on. Here's an idea, Bedford Squire. Take the flags down. Um, I mean, uh, take the flag. I, you know the flags that are spelt wrong? Take them down. It's 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 not difficult, is it? Yeah, put a post-it on the door. Yeah. Take the flags down, guys. It's an embarrassment. As is the welcome to Luton sign. of the, They've spent an absolute flipping fortune on Junction 10, right? And it looks great. And it works brilliantly. Oh, it's marvellous. I love it. Go and ruin it with a cheap bit of tarmac painted. Welcome to Luton. Details, guys. Yeah. Details. It's, oh, come on. Here we go. Here we go. Right. You embarrassed by the sign? I think you should be. Okay. It sounds like a trivial thing, but honestly, it's these first impressions. Here's here's a, a, a word for the people who live in Luton. Luton doesn't have a particularly good rap around the rest of the country. I, you know. I tell people I work in Luton, they say, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. No, I, I love Luton. I think it's great. Doesn't have a good rap. You could make things a little bit better by having something decent as you come in. What would you put there? What would you put there as people drive into Luton? Steady. Cross beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. The can of worms you just opened. I know, I know. Steady. People are going to phone oh, mosque. Put a mosque there. What would you put there to welcome people to Luton? An aeroplane? Just a straight sign. Just one that looks nice. The kids love the uh, aeroplane outside Heathrow Airport. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there. I think it might have gone. Uh, but that, it was a Concorde, wasn't it? Was, it? it was like, but it was like a tiny Concorde, yeah. wasn't it? Very pointy. Um, very pointy aeroplane. Um, I don't know what... Well, don't you know, know, I think people who live in Luton might be a bit offended if you put an aeroplane, though, because it's not all about the airport. I know for a lot of people it is, coming from outside. But Luton has a rich heritage... Of... Hat making. There's the Greggs. 
There's a Greg's and there's a Don Miller's. There is a really nice Greg's, actually. It, it used to be that as you entered Luton, yeah. the first sign you'd see was, Welcome to Luton, home of the Arndale. Oh. Wow, a proud boast. Gosh. Um, it's just, I, you know, I, I, I just think these, it's these small things that make a difference. This is why... Um, it's really important that towns spend money on having like flowers and stuff in the towns. People say, "Oh, we'll cut the budgets for the get rid of the flowers." No, 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 mm. no, no. Those are the things that keep us sane yeah. and make us feel alive and human. Otherwise, it's all concrete. Well, that's why Ebenezer Howard came up with the what? Garden City movement. There isn't you it? see. Because he said, if you exactly. treat people like caged animals, if you keep them living in slums, they'll behave like animals. So make sure they've got parks to go to. They've got breathing spaces. We're all. If, if Catherine and I start coughing and sneezing, um, it's because he had a stick. I've got my rabbit stick which um, I used to kill rabbits live on the radio and uh, he didn't and nor did they uh, but that meant, what's the biggest animal you'd kill on the radio a fly an imaginary one though no a real one fly yeah spider no what? I always show them out okay a mouse no they killed a mouse live on the Victoria Derbyshire show. Did they? Yes, they did. Gosh, aren't they cruel? Yes, they did. Anyway, so with the rabbit stick, um, and we'll be killing a rabbit after eight o'clock, with the rabbit stick uh, I've been beating the chairs. Just to, just for, for a bounce, I was beating the chairs in the, the studios. The filth that came off them, it's awful. There's a man in the next door studio who will be horrified. If he knew, well, I'll show him when he comes in at quarter past eight. If, if Jonathan Vernon Smith knew what his bottom is touching now, he would be disgusted. <laughs> Don't put his hand up. I mean, Stop. Even though Stop. he's got trousers on, it's still, I mean, it, oh, it's pervasive. It's incredible. I, I, and that's primarily, that's dead skin. Oh. Morning, everyone. Enjoy Good morning, cornflakes. guys. Good morning, guys. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Morning, weirdos. Hey, steady on. Now, a woman from Hertfordshire is appalled after turning up at her great-grandparents' grave to find a mausoleum. Denise Hutchins' Denise Hutchins' ancestors were buried in a common grave, and therefore the council have the legal right to do what they want with the plot. She had planted a cross to signify that the graves were still being visited, but that was moved to make way for the tomb. Well, Denise is on the line now. Morning, Denise. Yes, good morning. So t tell us what happened. You went, you went to your, visit your great-grandparents' grave, and, and what was going on? Uh, a great big hole in the, in the ground, really. Blimey. Um, I suspected that uh, it probably was my great-grandparents' grave. Um, the cross was actually propped up against another um, grave. Um, and on the Monday morning, I actually phoned the council and they confirmed that, yes, it was my grandparents' grave that uh, this mausoleum was being built over. And sorry, there was nothing I could do about it um, because it's what they call a common grave. Well, my understanding of a common grave and their understanding of a common grave are sort of slightly different. To me, a common grave is a mass grave um, for a lot of bodies. This grave was only actually ever dug for three bodies. And I dare say that at the time, um, this was the norm. Um, but uh, I think what upset me most was that the cemetery manager was fully aware of why we had actually marked that grave. Um, but the council have got carte blanche. They've got the law on their side and, you know, hey-ho. Let me put something to you, Denise, and I, I hope you're not offended, but if you are, I apologise in advance. But this is what some people might be thinking. It's your great-grandparents yeah. buried in there. They yeah. died in 1913 and 1920, is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, So you w would never have met them. Some people might say, well, how could you have... 
You can't be that close to them, can can you? Because it was such a long time ago. No, no, I mean, I'm not offended by your question. Yes, it was a long time ago. I never actually met them. Um, but my great-grandfather was a local photographer. I have got loads and loads of lo- family photographs, and I admit that I'm very lucky to have that. Um, but uh, he's part of me. Um, you know, it's about roots, mm. and it's about heritage, and, uh, I mean, it's quite ironic that this it is actually heritage here. And, uh, you know, yes, the council have got their rights, but I'm just... <laughs> very upset about it, mainly because we'd actually marked the plot and the cemetery manager actually knew that, you know, we cared about it. What was your great-granddad's name? Alfred Burton. Alfred, and he was taking pictures at the the, the start of the 20th century, was he? Uh, before that. Oh, um, I bet there's some cracking ones there. Yeah, uh, he, he was a gardener um, and uh, he then became a, a photographer and actually a taxidermist. Oh, blimey. And, uh, I was sort of quite amazed. Um, I mean, I always knew this because there was always the photographs around in the family. Um, But when I sort of tried to actually look into how did a gardener become a photographer, then um, I I asked an expert uh, on photography history. Yeah. And uh, he said, well, of course, he would have used chemicals as a gardener. So Uh... he used his knowledge of the chemicals to actually, well... I mean, I assume that he taught himself his photography. How, how many of his pictures have you got? Oh, well, hundreds. You want to get those in a book, Denise. I love those pictures from the late 1800s. I think that it's just such a magical kind of look into history, isn't it? Yeah, you see, he, he, um, it, it, all this is not... I mean, I was really upset at the time, but all this is not really about the plot of land. It's about the local history, the social history, yeah. who we are today... And the fact that they went before us and, you know, hey-ho, if they didn't go before us, we wouldn't be here today, would we? Have you got, you've got other relatives buried elsewhere at the cemetery, have you? Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of family graves. Um, and, uh, this, I mean, the council might say that, you know, we, we could have put... I mean, this is not only me. Um, I've contacted several descendants of Alfred and, uh, you know, we're all as cross as one another, really. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's two older graves that I actually um, visit that sort of probably go back to sort of, uh, you know, before, before the 1913. We got an email. Do you, know Mr. Do you know Clive Morrison? No. OK, well, Clive, Clive has emailed in. Uh, I just wanted to say, I know this story may seem strange to you, Ian, but it's still someone's family. Have some respect. I'm 79 in a few weeks, and I completely understand where this lady is coming from. I never knew my grandparents, let alone great-grandparents, but I'd be upset. Family is family, no matter what the time frame. Now, listen to this, because he knows about your great-granddad. I live in Hoddesdon and I find it funny that Broxbourne Council are celebrating their heritage year. <laughs> Mr Burton, who's in the grave, was a well-known photographer at the time and his photos are hung up in a local watering hole. Yes, that's right. That's really? Right. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually quite funny because um, I don't know whether I can sort of say the, the name of the local watering hole. Yeah, go on. Yeah, it's um, the Star. It's the Wotherspoon Public House and they have recently renovated um, an older coaching in because Hoddesdon is you know its history goes back to sort of uh, you know coaching ins with stables etc etc and um, we tried to get in there at Christmas but it was absolutely packed and uh, they closed the doors 
So the first time my husband and I went in there, we were sitting there eating our lunch, and uh, I just sort of stared at the wall and who should be looking back at me but Alfred. Oh no! How yeah, funny! Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah, yeah. Denise, what do you, what do you, um, what would you like to see happen? Well, I mean, I know that there's no actual way of retrieving this grave, no. um, but I would like the council, especially as its heritage is, to actually acknowledge that these people existed in the town. Couldn't they put, like, a little plaque or something? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to actually... I'd, I'd like the council to actually erect a general memorial yeah. with all the names and dates of all those people who... Because it's not only Alfred's grave yeah. um, involved, it's other people's. Just to acknowledge that they existed, really. I mean, the other, the other interesting question is, um, are the... I mean, there's lots of these Italian Muslims going up, but are the Italians actually aware that it's not virgin land that yeah. these are being built on? Um, and I don't know the answer to that. Um, um, you know. Hey, Denise, one final question. I'm, fa- I'm fascinated by your, your great granddad. Uh, are the pictures kind of like local pictures? Um, uh, uh, there are some local pictures. Um, a lot of them, he, he actually had his own studio. Wow. And what a character. Yeah, I know, I know. This so is my. Can see, I make a. I'm so proud of him. Can I make a suggestion and yeah. take this up if you want? Get those published in a book. Get a nice book published. And you, it's quite, do you know what? It's dead easy to publish books now and for them to be proper. On the number side of the family. Oh, well, get, get some of his pictures published in a book. Get in touch with 3CR. That's, you, you'll be on the Nick Coffer show. He'd love to talk about that. Oh, and I'd love to listen. Nick Coffer is on at midday. Oh, right, yeah. He would get those pictures in a book. Yeah. Get back in touch. Nick would have you on as a guest. He'd love to talk to you. And I know that I'd love to listen and have a look at those pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, 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 they and also be a nice tribute to him, wouldn't it? Yes, 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 it would. You know, I mean, uh, I, I at one time had them all up on my um, my stairway. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, and my... Um, my daughter um, at the time sort of said, oh, why do you want that pic- all those pictures of all those dead people on your walls? So I tried to explain to her why, um, but she didn't really get no. it. And then after her granddad died, after my dad died, a few months later, she turned around to me all out of the blue and said, Mum, I now understand yeah. the significance of those pictures that you, you don't get it, on the walls. You don't get it when you're young, do you? You don't no, get it when no, you're young no, and you haven't lost no. people. That's right, that's right. But... Uh, Denise, listen, I've got, I've got to move on. It's really nice yeah. to talk to you. OK. Thanks for getting in touch. And, uh, you know, uh, just that, that idea of a book, I know lots of people would like to have a look at that, so just yeah. keep it in the back of your head. Yeah, yeah, thanks for the exposure as well. Thank you, Denise. Uh, it's been unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you. Ta-ta. What a nice lady. What a, what a nice lady and what a fascinating story. And I appreciate your email as well, uh, Clive. Thank you for that. Wasn't she good? She was so good. I love old pictures, and she's right. You don't. My dad used to, like, go to... Um, my dad used to collect junk, and he would go to, like, flea markets and stuff, and he'd spend hours rifling through old pictures. And you think, what are you doing that for? Come on. Then as you get older, you go, oh, yeah, actually. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. <laughs> Denise, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are still major problems on trains between uh, Banbury and Marylebone. All their trains are delayed by around two hours. There's lots of cancellations too on the line between High Wycombe and Banbury and London Marylebone because of a signalling problem. And on the motorways, the M25 has the entry slip road at Junction 25 for Enfield, partially blocked by an accident, which is starting to cause some queues. And anti-clockwise on the M25, it's slow from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 16. 
16 for the M40. On the M40 is slow northbound from the A40 at the Denham roundabout towards the M25. And in Milton Keynes, looking at the speed sensors through the roadworks at the Kingston roundabout, it's a little bit slow there. Being told to expect delays because of those roadworks. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Covered in dust now. You've been what? I've been sneezing my head off. <laughs> what you just said in my ear. Seven, I'm having trouble breathing. 7.17, it's Wednesday, the 27th of May, I'm in, Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A woman from Hertfordshire says she's appalled after finding a tomb built over her great-grandparents' grave in Hoddesdon. And the Queen will open a new session of Parliament later this morning, outlining the Conservatives' legislative programme for the coming year. BBC Three Counties Radio. on BBC Three Counties Radio. Every day it's not just about great music and great conversation. I'll get a bit technical here. It's about local experts helping you across beds, hearts and bucks. So what we're talking about then is capital gains tax potentially on the portion of the property that they directly own. On finance, relationships. But look at the way that you have contributed to this situation. Health. When you have a cough which can seem quite innocuous in this way but just irritating. Asthma is something that we would think of. Your pets. Particularly if your dog is a border collie. Cross, um, it will be epilepsy. And even law. You still cannot say, Judge, you have to stick to this. But the judge's approach now is going to be, well, why shouldn't we? Local advice for local people. Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC Three Counties Radio. That um, trail confuses me. It really does. Is she saying all Border Collie crosses have got epilepsy? Okay. That's I d- the way it sounded. That's what I mean. She, I don't Maybe know anything. It's something that they suffer with um, commonly. Oh. Maybe that's what she meant. You know, like boxer dogs and bad hips? No, I don't know about mm. boxer dogs and yeah, bad sometimes hips. Sometimes they're bred in a way that means oh, that they're more susceptible well, to certain well, injuries. Well, pedigree animals—it's—they're—they're uh, they're all genetically uh, weak because it's all inbreeding. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they all—they they don't live very long and they all get diseases. They don't all significant higher border that sentence. You know, when you start a sentence, I'll be thinking, "I'm bored of this." Alsatians as well—they get bad hips. Sorry, Kelly. I think that when you speak. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's Good great to have you back. Great to have you back. How long are you stopping? Just forever now. Oh. You're listening to Ian Lee. He's a very, very silly man. Well, that's just rude. Uh, now, spell square. Kelly, spell square. S-C-U... What? Oh, my God! Oh, ladies and gentlemen! <laughs> no, I meant... That's fine. That's fine, Kelly. Microphone's off. There's the podcast. Just put that as the podcast. That 30 seconds... I knew if I got her, I knew if I said it quickly, she'd get confused. <laughs> because she was so methodical last time. She even did the head. S Q U A R. There's no good spelling it in tandem with your with your mate. You spelt square on local radio, and you're lucky. You We've had the recent bad. figures in. There's no one listening, but you think that's bad? You know, she typed on the screen. Yeah, yeah. It's like item. Come on then, Kelly. I T E M K E L L Y. I S A N U M P A T A Y. Put that in the podcast, and I'll be listening no. to this week's podcast and I'll make sure that you do. That is not going in. That's going to be my new ringtone. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. It turns out square is actually quite a tricky word to spell. <laughs> Well, in Houghton Regis, Bedford Square, okay, six big flags have gone up. They're massive ones. And they've spelt square wrong. S Q A U 
R E. I'm not going to ask our next guest to spell square. That would be unfair. But Andrew Salou, the MP for South West Bedfordshire, which covers Houghton Ridges. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. I'm sorry you had to listen to that. Turns out your sure. lot, uh, your lot might be right about the BBC. Um, it, but it's, uh, what do you reckon to these signs? Have you seen them? Um, I have. I have seen them. Yes, I've seen a photograph of them, and um, I'd be very grateful if whoever put them up could change them as quickly as possible to the correct spelling. It's embarrassing, isn't it? I think it's important to get it right for the reputation of. of of House and Regis, uh, they're right in the heart of the town. Um, it's obviously a stupid mistake, and um, I gather no one's taking responsibility for it at the moment. But I think I and everyone locally would be very grateful if they could be changed and put to the correct spelling as quickly as possible. These, it, it, it sounds like it's a flippant story, but I genuinely think that things like this are so important. It's about standards, isn't it? It's about standards. And House and Regis is getting loads of press now for all of the wrong reasons. Well, I agree with you on standards, and I think it's often uh, journalists and people like you in the media who really understand the importance of spelling because it's the currency of your business, isn't mm. it? Um, so people in the media absolutely get it. I think we have teachers in schools who try very hard, you know, to teach children to spell correctly. Um, we now actually give it marks and exams, which didn't used to happen in the past. So it is important to get the, these things right. You know, language is a common currency we all use to communicate with each other. And uh, as I said, I think this was just a silly mistake and I really would be very grateful if the flags could be changed to the correct spelling as quickly as possible. You sound like a stern teacher, which is, which is, I think, is the right attitude to take because it is, you know, surely whoever... At, at some stage, there are so many stages of these flags being ordered, being printed, being received, being put up, that someone should have gone, hang on a second... Hang on, we've got a problem. Stop, stop, phone the gaffer. You know, and, and it doesn't take much to, you know, surely the boss, whoever the boss is, this mm. nameless person that we can't seem to put a finger on, should go, right, take those down. We're not having... I'd rather have nothing up than those. I think you're right, and I think it's about checking. When I was um, training to be a soldier at Sandhurst a long time ago, I was told if it's not checked, it's not done, and um, there doesn't seem to be in a lot of checking. No one's actually just sort of looked to make sure that, that this was done properly. I mean, we all make silly mistakes. I'm sure some of my constituents will probably ring you up and say I've sent them a letter with a spelling mistake. <laughs> yes, if, yeah, if, yeah, if there's going to be loads of that wrong, now, Andrew. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> if I've got something wrong, I apologise, because um, it, it is important to get spelling right, and, um, you know, this is the hard of Houghton Regis, and as I say, I'd be very grateful if uh, whoever's put them up could mm. uh, replace them with uh, flags correctly okay. spelled. Nice one, Andrew. I really appreciate your time with this. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Cheers. Uh, Andrew Salou, MP for South West Bedfordshire, uh, and all-round good egg. And there'll be loads of younger people going, oh, well, a couple of boring old idiots. Oh, genuinely. I think it's so important. Yeah, all right, you know, you, you, you're spelling something at home and we all do make mistakes. I've, I've made, mista made mistakes on Twitter and stuff like that and, and that's wrong. The BBC are really strict about it. Every, if you're sending a... They get furious if a tweet or a Facebook post is, is done, is, is misspelled. And so they should. It makes yeah. us look like idiots. It does. You should... You should uh, and everything has to be kind of checked if you're sending it from an official BBC account. Well, the other thing is that Twitter now is, is oh, open the, the field to anyone to, to write down stuff. Yeah. But that's... How you are judged is the way you write Right. Oh, you're a pedant for pointing out spelling mistakes. No, not pedant. I just like things to be accurate. Oh, no, that is a pedant. But but I do th oh, God, I do sound like a boring old man, but I think it's important. I think it's important. I don't think we should be embarrassed about being pedantic about spelling. It's important stuff. Yeah, do you know what? You're right. We should, I, I am feeling slightly embarrassed about highlighting this, and I sh we shouldn't highlight it. Let's, it's, it's 
outrageous my this pedan- It is, and my pedantry is deeply ingrained. I'm a second-generation pedant. My dad's um, an editor of a newspaper, so yeah. a sub-editor. So um, from the... Well, hang on, is he an editor or sub-editor? We're a sub-editor. So you did, OK, because well, you said editor to start with. People don't know what sub-editor is. Well, I, I get the idea from the word sub that it's less than an editor. I just not think it's not accuracy. I'm not being a pedant. Well, I am. More a bit. Well, but there's nothing wrong with pedantry. I'm not ashamed, as you said, of being a pedant. OK, well, I'm glad. I'm glad I've... So, Release that just, beast. I just don't don't release the beast. Anyway, won't get it back in the cage. Really? Don't wake the beast. But, um, but anyway, yeah. So he edited. My, yeah, I know that's what you meant. And okay. I heard it. Okay. I heard you say that um, with your mouth. Um, anyway, so my dad used to edit my essays. He would and sub. I'd get but red he would. Pen would stuff. he edit your essays or would he sub edit your essays? He'd sub them. Yeah. So okay, so he was a sub editor of, of of essays now, not even a newspaper. Well, this no, is, it was newspapers, is, but it sounds like part, he's just a bloke. He's part time uh, in his part time free time as a dad. He yeah. would um, sub edit. So he would right. cheat for you for school. That's no, outrageous. he wouldn't. He would shame me into using Good. being concise there's and not, not enough, going on about stuff. There's not enough shaming of kids <laughs> these days. Thanks, Dad. You're very welcome. Um, not you. Oh, my actual dad. Well, you don't know about the time machine I've got. Oh. Yeah, I know. Orquado. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. I guess today's show is. Um... You guess or you know? No, I'm guessing. Okay. Today's show. Do you know what? All of, what's going on with you, Betsy? <laughs> you cry? Is she crying or laughing? Is she crying about the square? She's crying. Yeah, she's only been back an hour and a half. It's great to have you back, by the way. <laughs> great. Um, today's show is there is a linking theme to the Welcome to Luton sign, the Bedford Square. And um, the, uh, the the graves. Mm-hmm. It's all about standards and detail and detail, heritage and history. It's about presentation. It's all about presentation. It's about how we present ourselves to others, how others perceive us. Who wearing that shirt? Yeah, I did actually. Your buttons are done up wrong, actually. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they don't match. What do you mean they're not, not in line? It doesn't matter. What do you mean they're not? It's a wonky button anyway, shirt. Anyway, presentation-wise, important. Oh, you're s- uh, actually, um, that's for you, and that's for you. Thanks. Oh, oh. Each. oh eight four five nine four double five five double. I'm right on this. I don't want to give them the number out. They've stopped calling in. I think it's because of the Littlest Hobo. Oh, I had a message on Facebook. There's a message on the Facebook page about the Littlest Hobo. It's not coming back, guys. It's deleted. Where is it on the, the BBC Three Counties We page? only deleted an imaginary dog. We didn't kill a rabbit. Well, neither did they. No. Uh, this is for our fine friend, Mr Lee, says Lorraine Kelly Claxton. I go camping over the bank holiday. Ooh! Get you. And I come back to find out that you not allow... Oh, t- we talk about standards, Lorraine. I go camping over the bank holiday and I come back to find that you not allowed to play Littlest Hobo. My hopes and dreams are shattered. Shattered, I say. <laughs> A partition should be made (laughs) to let you play it. Ignore the haters. You know why. There's a voice keeps on calling me. Down the road, that's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Well, uh, Lorraine, if you want to draw up a partition then you're more than welcome to. It won't have any effect. I'll sign it. And also, can I be speci- Can I just... Um, be Pacific for a second. P- Pacific for a second. <laughs> it's not that we're not allowed, we're just not doing it. Yeah, but No one stopped us. Mark, well, Mark stopped us. All right. Okay. I could add it in, though. No. I could. Uh, well, we could, but we're not going to. No, we're not going to. It's gone. No. It's gone. I might. Um, and then um, Leah says... Um, 
I am an IT expert. Oh, really? Or is she an it expert? In your deleted items is the littlest hobo song. Go to deleted items and restore it because it's great to listen to on the way to work. It's a lifter as opposed to a floater. I've just seen the TV episode on YouTube. Okay, how sad is that? But come on! You can't delete it just because of one silly listener. You really have to play it now as your theme tune or we'll all boycott the licence fee, then you won't get paid. Gosh, that escalated quickly, didn't it? I'm with her on that. Then she says... um, You can't be... Your listeners have spoken. Bring back the hobo song. There is a slight twist to this, you see, because in a way we all imagine it's you singing it. What? Therefore, you have a great singing voice, so go to your right recycle bin and restore it. It's so simple. And then she's, ten minutes after that, she wrote, Grr. I know what she means. Because it's your show, you think it's you singing it. Like, I thought Rodney sang um, Only Fools and Horses. Well, I thought Rodney sang Only Fools yeah. and Horses. Great story, Kels. Okay, great bye. to have you back. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are serious delays on the trains from Banbury to Marylebone on Chiltern Railway between Leatherwands through High Wycombe and Princess Risborough. It's suspended because of a signalling problem, so that can uh, be having two-hour delays that are expected to go on until 10 o'clock this morning. On the M40 northbound, it's slow from the Denham roundabout at the A40 towards the M25. And clockwise on the M25, the entry slip road at Junction 25 at Enfield's partially blocked by an accident. In Bricketwood on the North Orbital Road, that's slow at the M25 Junction 21A roundabout, and it's busy in Watford on Exchange Road around Beach and Grove. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you. Rob's uh, tweeted a picture of the Welcome to Luton sign. I'll retweet it so you can, you, if you've not seen it, you'll know what it looks like. The Emmy, it, I mean, it just looks awful. Rob says, it says a lot about a town when its welcome sign is formed of tarmac rather than flowers and hanging baskets. And he's right! Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Seven with the headlines, I'm Barry Caffrey. A woman from Hertfordshire says she's angry after finding a tomb built over her great-grandfather's grave. Denise Hutchins' ancestors were buried in a common grave at Hoddesdon Cemetery. Broxbourne Borough Council says as it's a common grave, it means it's owned by the council and the family have no exclusive right to it. Chiltern Railways are not running any services through Buckinghamshire this morning because of signalling problems. All services between Banbury and London Marleybone and Aylesbury and Marleybone have been cancelled. Passengers landing at Luton Airport today will use a new temporary arrivals hall. It's been opened to allow the redevelopment of the main terminal. The airport is investing £100 million to increase passenger capacity over the next decade from 12 to £18 million a year. The owners of a set of misspelt advertising flags in Houghton Regis say they are aware of the issue and it's being dealt with. Pictures of the Bedford Square banner flags, which have the letter A ahead of the letter U in the word square, have gone viral on social media. The weather forecast, it will be a cloudy dry day today with some sunny spells and highest temperatures expected of 18 degrees Celsius. That's 64 in Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. The BBC understands Watford are close to replacing boss Lovisa Yukanovic with Catafe and former Atletico Madrid manager Kike Sanchez Flores. Yukanovic, who's 46, led Watford to automatic promotion from the Championship to the Premier League 
this season. However, his contract expires at the end of next month and talks have broken down over his contract demands. Watford have now approached 50-year-old Spaniard Flores, who is set to become the Hornets' fifth manager in a year. A senior FIFA source has confirmed to the BBC that a number of FIFA officials have been arrested in a dawn raid at their hotel in Zurich. It's thought the suspects are facing extradition to the US on corruption charges. Reports late last year said that a former FIFA official, Chuck Blazer, was a cooperating witness for an investigation into corruption in the governing body. However, as our sports news correspondent Richard Conway reports, he says it's not clear if today's events are linked to that. We know from an internal report that Mr Blazer, along with Jack Warner, who's also been named as someone who's of interest to the authorities this morning, took around $88 million from CONCACAF over the 20 years. Whether it's related to that, whether it's related to other matters, we just don't know. We're expecting there to be a press conference held later today, about 3.30 UK time, we understand, in uh, New York, where we may find out more information about what has happened tennis now and Serena Williams is through to the second round of the French Open in Paris. The two-time champion beat the Czech qualifier Andrea Halevakova 6-2-6-3 but admits she's still struggling with an elbow injury. It's not 100% but I was able to serve okay. I didn't serve as many aces as I normally do but I think um, the good thing it gets better every day. Hopefully if I can win another round it'll be better. BBC Three Counties Radio News and Sport. I'm back with more at eight. Hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, so, yeah, we've dropped... We've got rid of... This is uh, the Littlest Hobo. This is the new Littlest Hobo. Birds eye potato waffles, waffle versatile. They go with eggs, beans, chips, fish fingers. Ooh, fish fingers. Birds eye potato waffles, waffle versatile. Uh, what have we been talking about? We've been talking about bad spelling, uh, bad signage. The sign coming into Luton looks awful. I know I've been thinking about talking about this sign, the Welcome to Luton sign for ages, thinking, well, should we be, um, should I tiptoe around it? Should I be a little bit gentle? Well, no, it looks awful. Um, and they It spoils need... a good development. It spoils a good development. It looks absolutely rubbish. Hey, Luton Council, if you want to come in and tell us it's only temporary, then that's great. They won't. It isn't. Is it not? Is it no. there forever? I think they're going to plant trees around oh. it and there'll be some advertising next to it. That's why it's slightly to oh, one side. Okay, right. Well, it looks awful. Um, the Bedford Square sign that's spelled incorrectly. Spell square! S. Kelly! S. Q. U. A R E. If you listen to that again, you'll hear Kelly's brain ticking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. Well done. Well done for that. Um, also, the rabbit, we don't believe it died. Oh, yeah. So the, these Dutch people, okay, they're doing a radio show. These Dutch people. Danish. No, thanks. I'm full. Oh. These uh, Dutch radio presenters Danish. doing a radio show. No, thanks. I'm full. These Dutch. Danish. Radio presenters. It's in all the papers. It was on all the news yesterday, and LBC were going nuts for it. Apparently, Kay Burley was going nuts for it. She couldn't find anybody. She couldn't find any um, uh, people whose relatives had recently died, so she could tell them on live television. So she was banging on about this this rabbit. These radio presenters. Um, they uh, were having a debate about uh, ethics and animal cruelty and, and where we get our meat from and all of this stuff. Uh, and they had a rabbit in the studio. And they had um, a bicycle pump and they stoved the rabbit's head in. They killed it by battering it with a bicycle pump. Live on air. Live on air. Really shocking, upset a lot of people. The rabbit was called Alan. Yeah. 
It never happened, guys. The Emperor is naked. It never happened. And I'm, as far as I'm aware, I'm the only person that's called this out. Nobody else has called this out. It never happened. If it happened, guys, where's the video? We know, for example, that radio people are obsessed, and I've got no idea why. It's not good enough. It's just radio. Everything has to be filmed. Hey, will it look good? I don't care if it looks good. Will it go viral? Will it go? No, I don't know. Will it Will it look good? We could film that. Look, I don't care. I'm doing a radio show. Go away. So this would have been filmed, and there is film of it. There's film of the guy in the studio getting the rabbit out of the box. It's a tiny, tiny rabbit. And that's all there is. There's no other film of it, because do you know why it didn't happen. Do you know what makes me think it didn't happen? Yeah. Obviously, no video. Theatre of the mind. Next thing. We're supposed to believe you took it home and ate it. Have you ever eaten rabbit, like a full-size rabbit? There's very little meat on it. It's really hard to get to. If you're going to eat a baby rabbit, you might get a mouthful. Yeah. It's nonsense. Wow. It's nonsense. Anything more than a mouthful is a waste. Is that what they say about rabbits? Is that about something? I don't think that's rabbits. Um... So it didn't happen. Is it, you, you all know that, don't you? You all know from listening to this show that it's... Um, it's um, uh, it, 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 uh, oh, man. It, it, do you know, it partly annoys me because everyone fell for it, but then partly I think those guys are geniuses. Mm -hmm. they, 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 what they've done is a brilliant plank. And in two weeks' time, there'll be a lot of people with egg on their faces and a lot of people will be either furious about it... They or won't going, have egg oh, on their guys. face. They won't smash an egg. Well... They'll pretend to smash an egg. Ah, uh, yeah. So it won't happen. It's just, um, I kind of feel a bit... Well. But has it worked, though? Because we're not really talking about animal rights in this, are we? We're no, we're talking, talking about, about the radio, radio station. station being uh, cruel. Imagine if we did something like that at the BBC. <gasps> oh, they would go nuts. The boss has backed them up as well, hasn't he? He was the one talking yeah. to Kay Burley yesterday, the boss of the radio station. Yeah, oh, it. Burley. Burley. Did Bur Burley's first question should have been, so, right, this didn't happen, did it? I mean, obviously phrase it a little bit better than that. But, or it should um, have been, do you think we're stupid? Do you think, do you think we're stupid? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. By the way, I don't give the telephone number. Right? No one calls anymore. Someone might. No, they won't. No, no one calls anymore. I'm beginning to think the phones are broken or something. Or the list. Well, I've seen the listener figures. I don't know why no one calls. They ain't listening. Got any texts? Yes. So someone's listening. Hey. And they've got phones. Oh. Alan in Milton Keynes. Welcome to Luton Sign. Is made from stone chippings. It still looks. One, two, three, four asterisks though. <laughs> What could that possibly be? Don't know. Jules from Hemel. I, for one, am glad the littlest hobo song has gone. Yeah. I used to switch channels for the time you played it. Good riddance. Regards, Jules from Hemel. Well, it's gone. And this one from Linda. You're talking about terrible spelling. What about the awful grammar? Spelt wrong. You leave my grammar out of this. She's dead. <laughs> the two newsreaders off of BBC Look East. Sorry? They always say Stuart and me when it's Stuart and I. No, it's not. You're wrong. Ah! Another is two times when in grammar... It should wrong. be two times. It would be twice. All TV stations seem to be as bad as each other. It's good that you have standards now. I used to think they were wrong for saying that's all from Stuart and me. Take Stuart out. That's all from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. No, you wouldn't say that's all from I. I they drilled us in, into us at school, did and they, they? they didn't 70s, tell us. Wasn't it? They didn't tell us that you have to think about it logically because yeah, yeah. it was if always you would say, and I. If you would say I, I am going for a drive. Kelly and I are going for a drive. Where? Huh? Where? No, we're not. What you just said? No. You're in. I car. am going for a drive. Yeah. Kelly and I are going for a drive. Where? We're not. Me go for drive. Kelly and me go for drive. Where? So they're both right. Mm. We're not going for a drive, mate. We I can't open go. the passenger door of my car. How do you climb through? The How do you spell side? car? C A 
Oh. She's learning. I hate, um, <clears throat> I hate, um, oh, there's a phone call, unless it's someone we don't talk to. Uh, I hate stags. Men who are getting married or yeah. the beast? I mean, how is this in the newspaper? I've hangover slept. Hello. Boozer's bus shock. Uh, exclusive by Holly Christodoulou. Fair enough. A stag do... I do why is this even in the newspaper? Why are we celebrate? Do you know I'm getting really annoyed with this country and the fact we celebrate stupidity? We celebrate stupidity. It's the new thing. Hey, look, that guy's an idiot. Let's let's give him a... You know that woman who didn't know David Cameron was? So she got taken around Madame Two Swords by the, and was a two-page spread in all the papers. Mm -hmm. We celebrate stupidity. That Those idiots from TOWIE... That uh, the, 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 anyway, I don't even know the flipping names. You know that um, radio presenter who did a song in an ill-advised Jamaican accent? Oh, come and vote for the UKIP. Yeah. My name is Michael Reed. And expressed in a, a political opinion. Yeah. Despite the fact he works for the BBC. Um, he's been taken to Jamaica to learn about Jamaica on a television programme. There was one of the greatest programmes, I think it was Channel 5, ever did. And it was, it was genius, right? Celebrity Road Raj. No, 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 no. I did the voiceover for that. Did you? That was my voice, yeah. Well done, I never watched it. No, it was brilliant. They got Mike Reed, the comedian. Oh, that one. Yeah, the racist... It, it was race. It was old school yeah. jokes about um, Pakistanis and blacks. Yeah. Right? He didn't mean no harm, no. And what they did was they got him to black up as a, as a, a Rastafarian. I think I saw this. And perform in, stand up in front of a black crowd. And they loved him. And then he went... Hang on a second, I'm going to show you something. He didn't do the voice. He did the voice, yeah, yeah. Hang on a second, I'm going to show you something, man. He was doing all that. And he took off the black um, uh, makeup, and everyone went, oh, it's a white guy. Oh, it's um, Mike Reed from EastEnders. Oh, we've been tricked by a racist. <laughs> it was brilliant. I can't remember what the point, there was a point to it. I can't remember what the point was. It's great to have you back, Kelly. Thank you. A stag do Brit so drunk he fell asleep in the luggage hold of a bus, woke up 200 miles away. Why are we celebrating this? Jordan Adams, 33, got lost leaving a club in Munich, Germany, but ended up in Switzerland. I only want to help you, Switzerland. <laughs> he had tried to make his way back to a hotel half a mile away from the club. He tried to get a cab in the rain. There's a lot of trying, not much doing, but could not remember the hotel's name. The sozzled company director staggered over to a coach and tried talking to the driver, who told him to F off. Good. Jordan went round the side of the coach and curled up in the luggage hold. He woke up four hours later in Zurich. Jordan, on his brother-in-law's stag weekend, said, I woke up in this huge coach park with the driver effing and blinding at me. I ran out and kept seeing signs for Zurich and a huge Swiss flag. An idiot. Why is this? Why is this even in the newspaper? Why are we celebrating also, this idiot? Have, have I got this wrong? I've never been on a stag do, but isn't the groom supposed to be the one that gets stitched up, not the groom's brother? Why, Peter? Why do we celebrate stupidity these days? Uh, the world is bananas. The, well, the world is, but five bananas. You're absolutely spot on. What have you got for us, Peter? <laughs> Sorry, pardon. Hello. I, I didn't get that last remark. I said, what have you got for us? Ah, yes. Uh, Gaping Gill. Um, I have been down Gaping Gill with my wife. Oh, this is the, this is the, the story. It's in the Express. It's a massive hole in the ground. It, and it goes down. Huge. And it looks beautiful. 
It's magnificent. Uh, you're strapped to a bosun's chair, and it takes about three minutes to descend at an angle of three degrees, which is the same angle that an aircraft lands uh, at Heathrow. Also one of and, Prince Charles's favourite bands. Uh, well, yes, not half. We've heard all about it, and we've seen them. I don't think we have heard all about it, but anyway, yes, carry on. <laughs> And uh, uh, when you get down there, you're greeted with a cup of tea and uh, you're shown about, etc. It's, it's a massive walk, huge hole, and there are people going into holes underneath, oh. further caving. Oh, They're mad. Man. They're mad. I love it. I love the... I've always, and we nearly did this last year, but Catherine uh, uh, threw a Spaniard in the works and we never got to go. We I don't were, like cracks. We were all going to go caving. Um, but I, I, I like the idea of, of caves you can walk in. I don't like the ones of the ones where you've got to crawl and wriggle. That that fills me with dread. Claustro, 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 claustro. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Chilton Railway trains between Banbury and Marlebone are still suspended and delayed because of the signalling problem. On the M25 clockwise, the entry slip road at Junction 25 for Enfield is partially blocked by an accident. And it's also busy anti-clockwise from Junction 24 for Potters Bar to 23 for the A1M at South Mims. On the M14 northbound, that's busy from the Denham roundabout towards the M25. In Beaconsfield, the A355 is slow southbound at the M40 Junction 2. And in Watford on Exchange Road, that's busy around Beach and Grove on the speed sensors. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. 746, uh, Wednesday the 27th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A woman from Hertfordshire says she's appalled after finding a mausoleum built over her great-grandparents' grave. The council says, as it's a common, uh, a common grave, she has no right to it. And senior officials from FIFA, football's world governing body, have been arrested in Switzerland on suspicion of accepting and paying millions of dollars in bribes. Let's get the weather here, Sarah. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. Good morning to you. With an hour of sunshine, the temperatures have jumped up by about three or four degrees in some spots after what was a fairly chilly start. We're still at eight Celsius across much of the three counties, but some good spells of sunshine. And really, that's the story for the day today, is that we continue with good sunshine this morning, although we will see an increase in cloud this afternoon. Before that, temperatures certainly up in the high teens. A really nice day for you, I think, uh, with a high of 18 Celsius. But that cloud really starting to to move towards us from the west as we go through the second half of the afternoon. Could bring us a little bit of light and patchy rain through this evening or the early hours of tomorrow morning. The wind's picking up too, but it should all start to clear away by breakfast tomorrow morning. So another bright day for tomorrow. Bright and breezy, a little bit cooler than today at 15 or 16 degrees. Friday, we'll see some rain quite heavy through the morning into the afternoon. Some heavy afternoon showers with hail and thunder. And for the weekend, looking dry, bright and settled for Saturday. Some rain for Sunday. Still on the cool side on Saturday, but getting the sunshine should feel quite pleasant at 15 degrees. Every weekday morning. Coming up at nine on the big phone in this morning. Is it a good idea to make jobless teenagers work for their benefits? How would you like this country to stand up to President Putin? Are you surprised to see British people being blatantly racist? The JVS Show. I think we've got to get over this issue about racism doesn't exist. It, it has existed. It will probably carry on existing. What I wanted to say is they've got this completely the wrong way around. You know, that, that, that is also true. That is also true. You will always get some, but they are such... 
a minority. Oh, the man's a buffoon. Get him up, get him out of bed, give him a sense of purpose. The JVS Show. Do you think we have got to, as a country, start taking this issue more seriously? Every weekday morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning, Tony! Oh, hello, Ian. What have you got for us, fella? Oh, well, I was um, interested in this, uh, you know, uh, the Luton sign. Yes. For a start, where is it? It's in Luton. Uh, yeah, whereabouts? Oh, so you come off the, the new Junction 10, uh, oh, and yeah. it's on the left-hand side. Oh, more or less where the old one was, then. Yeah, but it's massive. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, it sounds interesting. How, when you say massive, Ian, how big? Oh, I'm going uh, to say it's 25 foot wide and 15 foot ho- tall. Oh, it is pretty massive. No, it's probably, it's probably about 50 oh. foot wide. Blimey. Can no, that, that really sound is. about right? Yeah. Yeah, 50 foot wide and, and 15 foot tall. Oh, pretty eye-catching. Then. Yes. Ah, right. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm disappointed that it doesn't look as good as um, you would hope it would be. Yeah. Uh, because I think Luton's a fantastic place. Uh, Why do you live in Milton Keynes up? then, Tony? Sorry? Why do you live in Milton Keynes then? Oh, I'm not even, I'm not living here. I'm on, uh, on the Grand Union, so oh. I'm just passing through. Oh, I see. It's, it, it, what, why, what, what do you think they should have there instead of this embarrassment of a sign? Hmm. Well, something that reflects the, uh, the local history, I think. You know, a big hat, maybe. There you go. You see a giant hat. Boy, oh, boy, wouldn't we all love to see a giant hat there? A big Panama or something Oy like that. Tony, listen, thank you very much. I, I'd love to see a giant hat. So would I. A giant hat would be awesome. Because it, it represents the town, it represents the people, it represents, represents the history. That's why. Can I ask you a question? Of course you can. What are you doing in here, mate? This I just thought I'd come in. I'm on the defensive. Mm, I just thought I'd come in and feel the vibe. Why not? You only ever come in if you've got a cough or a clown. Um, on, on this occasion, uh, neither. My woody is not working. Ah, <gasps> yes, yes. Somebody has broken my wood. Hazard of the job. Yeah. Do you want to welcome Kelly back? Uh, Kelly, welcome back. Thanks, man. That's okay. all right. It's great to have you back, Kels. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Thanks, man. So, Delia and I went out on a date at the weekend, Kelly. Did, oh, yeah, to see Paul McCartney. Yeah. Hey, how's his meat-free Mondays going? Did you ask him about oh, that? I forgot to ask him all about his meat-free Mondays. Yeah. That was the that was the problem. I knew there was something That's that we... That's the main we, thing uh, he's famous for, isn't it? We, we meant to ask him. Hey, yeah. hi there. Yeah. Paul speaking. I know, Paul. Listen, I need your help. What? Uh, all I want you Me? to do is just yeah. log in yeah. on pledge.meatfreemondays.com and pledge oh. your support to the idea of meat-free Mondays. Okay. All so, you need to do... Tell me what to do. I need your help. Yes. Please You've, do it. You said that. What we'll do you want? send all these pledges, pledges. to the politicians, right. and then they'll do something about it. Are they going to be bothered? So I need your help. What do you want Please, me to do? Tell me. Just log in. Okay. Pledge dot, dot meet free Mondays could, or one could word. Could you do that reggae style? Com. Pledge dot meet free reggae Mondays style. dot com. Pledge dot meet free Mondays dot com. Pledge dot meet free <laughs> Mondays dot com. When do you want me to do it, Paul? Com. You can do it right now, please. <laughs> I can't, mate. I'm doing a radio show, Paul. Uh, do you know what? I think if he'd have done that at the concert, that bloke behind us still would have shouted out, Nice one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> if we'd done that instead of all of his rubbish yeah. new ones. My Valentine, I met you. You're my Valentine. This one's for my wife. Oh, for goodness. <laughs> Didn't sing any songs uh, about Heather. I hate you so much right now! I hate you so much right now! You should have done. You know what? If it had done that, though, the place would have gone absolutely wild. I just remembered another... I mean, listen, two-thirds of it was brilliant, a third of it was guff. Another bit that was guff, right? He started... Um, um, uh, which, which song was it? I think... Oh, hang on a second. Let me see if I can find it here. I think... Was it... Was it this song he started playing? 
was this a song where and the pictures came up on the screen? Okay, so he yeah, starts. Yeah. Okay, hang on a second. Let me stop this. Right, so okay, he's gonna. He's, he sits down at the piano. He's played a load of guff, right, and then he starts playing <laughs> this. Brilliant. We're in. Pictures on the screen. First picture. Princess Di. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was the one you laughed. Yeah. yeah, Lady Di comes up. Well, not even Madonna. Lady not even Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> Mother Teresa. <laughs> Wonder how you managed to Marilyn Monroe. Oh. <laughs> Mona Lisa. Yeah. No, you're kidding me. No, no, all no. these women come up. And then, right, and then there's a bit, hang on, there's a bit coming up, right? Comes up. So all these women, I, th- I think the Queen Mum may have been up there as well. I think. She was. She was up there, she wasn't she? She was, The yeah. Queen Mum yeah. was up there. Fatima Whitbread. <laughs> Moira Stewart. There we go. Footage of women running. He did, he did. Footage of women running. Yeah, he did. Oh, God. I can't deny it. Facts, not fiction. It was facts, wasn't it? Absolute facts. See how they run women of women running. The thing is, right, I've seen seen the Monkeys live and the Beach Boys live, the Monkeys in particular, but the Beach Boys as well. Their back projections were amazing, mainly the Monkeys because they had a TV series. They got loads of footage to choose from. But brilliant back projections, and the Beach Boys did as well, like loads of teen magazines from the 60s, loads of rare 60s footage, all of this stuff. And I thought McCartney wasted an opportunity. There's Mm -hmm. so much beat. Beatles and Wings and McCartney footage. It's a great montage before he came on. And then it was wasted. It's all these silly pictures of Lady Di. It was a bit weird. Yeah. Should have had some brilliant rare footage of McCartney from exactly. the 70s. I, I think maybe you should be working on the uh, the Macca team. And also, I did think, you know, everyone's going, oh, it's great, it was just him in the band. Well, yeah, no, but throw mm-hmm. a few gimmicks in, guys. Mm-hmm. Throw a few mm-hmm. gimmicks, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe do a song on a pogo or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just and liven know, it up a bit. And also, more stories about you, Paul. We're yeah. here to see you. It, Jimi Hendrix died years ago. We yes. don't want to talk about Jimi Hendrix. We want to know about the Beatles. He's, he's telling a story about how Jimi Hendrix covered a, covered a, covered Sergeant Pepper. Yeah, and, and I said, very loudly, and again, he got a laugh from <laughs> the chicks next to us. I said, <laughs> he should just come out and go, hey, my name's Paul McCartney. I was in the flipping Beatles. Yeah. Here's one of our songs. <laughs> Sally, he's calling off. What he was at Beatle! Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about Clapton. He's talking about Clapton. Yeah. And then he's, he's playing... My Valentine. Oh you are my beautiful Valentine. I want to make love to you. Ooh, 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 doo. And then is that the song where in the background there's a really pretentious video, right? Yeah. Two people, black and white, they're signing the song. Um, and one of them was Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp and yeah. Natalie Portman. Is that her name? Wow. And you could just see Portillo the, the lights up. on the stage. You could see the people going, you know what, now's the time for a toilet break. Yeah. Oh, yeah. everyone was going for a wee-wee. Did mm. he do the frog chorus? No. Somebody shouted in front of us, do the frog chorus, Paul. Sadly, he couldn't hear. He didn't do, um, 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 <laughs> oh, the, oh, um. Good night tonight. He didn't do Good Night Tonight. He didn't do silly love songs. He didn't do. Um, he did quite a few silly love songs, actually. He did the yeah. new ones. He didn't do. Oh, the. Um, oh, it's in Give My Regards to Broad Street. We played it on. We played the dance version of it on Monday. Oh, I know. No more no- lonely. No night. more lonely nights. Oh, flipping it. Gosh, <laughs> that's why. Maybe he didn't that's do why. It. Yeah. Too high. Yeah, his okay, voice was good though, wasn't Very, it? For, for a seventy-two-year-old man, yeah. okay, his voice sounded a fantastic, but b the energy to go on stage for nearly three hours. And wow. Yeah, I liked his shirt. As yeah, well. he was looking what good. Was his shirt like white collarless and tight. Of course, it was. Yeah, colourless. beautiful. Well, Heather Mills. One of the uh, great lines from Heather Mills when they were getting it was getting nasty in the papers. She was quoted as saying. <laughs> I don't want to be married to an old man that's got bigger boobs than me. Yeah. 
He's anyway. never said anything about her, though, has he? No, no, no. But uh, anyway, anyway, listen. Mm, uh, mm. The Luton M1 sign. It's awful. It's awful. We've tweeted it at Ian Lee if you want to see it. You've taken this to the streets. Yeah, one of the easiest voxes ever as well. Really? Everyone was moaning about this. Everyone absolutely hates it. Here's what the streets had to say. No, no good. Need a proper sign. I mean, if you're driving, that'll put you off, won't it? Because if you're driving and looking at that, it'll distract you. What, because it's so bad? Yeah. Madam, your first impressions of that sign? Cheap. Okay, and what are your friends saying to you about it? Uh, The same. Just a waste of money. Aliash, let's get the Polish perspective. Uh, currently living in Lucen, you've seen the sign, you've driven past the sign. What do you think about that? Uh, it's not really good looking. I would say it's awful. A little, little more design, a little more uh, perspective to it. Can you just say the word awful for me again? Awful. Thank you very much. No problem. What do you think about that welcome to Luton sign? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Luton. Come on, how bad is that? I don't really know what to say to you, mate. Lost for words, that's fair enough. Thanks for your time. You're welcome, sir. Ben, you think there's nothing wrong with this sign? No. You think that does you justice? And your friends and your family? I don't think it's anything to do with it. It's just to, to welcome you to Luton, so people know where they are. But look at the history, look at the surroundings, look at the vibe here, and we've got that. No, I don't have anything wrong with it, personally. <laughs> you should maybe put a board, something bigger. That's on the, the way it is on the ground, it should have been better than that. Not like that. You would like to see an erection up there? Yeah, like maybe built it in a way like stones or something, which is glittery or something. So it's more clear? Yeah. As a Lusonian. Mm. Does that do your town justice? No, afraid not. Not good enough. What do you think about that sign? What a load of rubbish. (laughs) Is it really that bad? Yes. I'll let you go. Madam, you're a proud Lusonian. You love this town. That's the sign as people enter. That's my council tax payment for nothing. Is it that bad? Yes. So what should be there instead? Something a little bit better than that. Something that Luton could be proud of. Such as? With the hatters. Oh, so a big hat? Yeah. Do you know what? I'd love to see a giant hat. Just like, I just want to see a giant hat. Are we being harsh? I thought perhaps... I, I've been thinking about talking about this for ages and how we should tread carefully because we don't want to upset Luton Borough Council again. But it is awful. And hearing those voices has made me confident in my opinion. It's awful. Or have I got it completely wrong? 08459 455 555. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are serious delays on the trains this morning on Chiltern Railway between Banbury and Marlebone, so it's affecting trains from High Wycombe and Prince's Risborough and Gerrard's Cross. On the M25 clockwise, there's a lane closed just before Junction 25 for Enfield after an accident involving a lorry and a car, which is causing queues from Junction 24 for Potter's Bar. And it's busy on the M40 northbound at the Denham roundabout towards the M25. Samantha Brough. BBC Three Counties Go on, radio. Sammy, clear off. Go on, get oh. out. Go on, off. OK. Off. I know your parents and I'll tell them, all right? Uh, it's not really good looking. I would say it's awful. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Eight o'clock, I'm Barry Caffrey. The headlines, Hertfordshire woman angry over family grave works. Chiltern services cancelled in Buckinghamshire and temporary arrivals hall opens at Luton Airport to allow redevelopment. 
BBC Three Counties Radio. A woman from Hertfordshire says she is angry after finding a tomb built over her great-grandfather's grave. Denise Hutchins' ancestors were buried in a common grave at Hoddesdon Cemetery. Broxbourne Borough Council says as it's a common grave, it means it's owned by the council and the family, therefore, have no exclusive right to it. Denise says it's upsetting. This grave was only actually ever dug for three bodies and I dare say that at the time um, this was the norm. Um, But uh, I think what upset me most was that the cemetery manager was fully aware of why we had actually marked that grave. Um, But the council have got carte blanche. They've got the law on their side and, you know, hey-ho. Chiltern Railways are not running services through Buckinghamshire this morning because of signalling problems. All services between Banbury and London Marleybone and Aylesbury and Marleybone have been cancelled. Chiltern Railways tickets will be valid on Virgin Trains, First Great Western, London Midland and London Underground, whilst engineers try and fix the problem. Six people linked to football's world governing body, FIFA, have been arrested on corruption charges in dawn raids at a hotel in Zurich. They include the FIFA vice president, Jeffrey Webb. The Swiss authorities say the individuals were detained at the request of American investigators. The US is seeking their extradition. Matt Apuzo, one of the New York Times journalists who broke the story, explained more about what those who've been arrested are alleged to have done wire fraud and racketeering, you know, just a host of corruption charges. That really goes back decades and and basically accuses FIFA members of of just corruption at kind of all levels uh, in how they do their marketing, how they select sites for the World Cup. And we know that several members, uh, several senior members of FIFA, including members of the very powerful executive committee, uh, are being charged here. Passengers arriving at Luton Airport today will use a new temporary arrivals hall. It's been opened to allow the redevelopment of the main terminal. The airport is investing £100 million to increase passenger capacity over the next decade from 12 to £18 million a year. The owners of a set of misspelt advertising flags in Houghton Regis say they're aware of the issue and it is being dealt with. Pictures of the Bedford Square banner flags, which have the letter A ahead of the letter U in the word square, have gone viral on social media. The BBC understands Watford are close to replacing Slavisa Jakanovic with Getafe and former Atletico Madrid manager Kike Sanchez Flores. Jakanovic's contract expires at the end of next month and talks have broken down over his contract demands. Watford have now approached Flores, who is set to become the Hornets' fifth manager in a year. And the weather forecast for beds, hearts and bucks. A mainly cloudy, dry day ahead today with some sunny spells and highs of 18 degrees Celsius. That's 64 in Fahrenheit. BBC Three Counties Radio News. I'll be back with headlines and a full sports bulletin at 8.30. What a strange tweet. Have you seen that? From, from, um, 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 at Drawn Your Tweet. It's marvellous. They've drawn a tweet I did. I've never heard of at drawn your tweet. You can get as much publicity from me as you want, boss. Never heard of them. They follow nobody. 
They have 30,000 followers. That's brilliant. Thank you for that. I love that. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Talking bad signs today. Bedford Square. Square is spelt incorrectly on six flags. And welcome to Luton. The sign is just, I mean... It's embarrassing, isn't it? Or am I being a little bit harsh? Nobody has had a good thing to say about it. Maybe I've got it wrong. 81333, start your text 3CR. Or give us a call. 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. You seen that tweet? I'm just trying to find it now. My computer's crashed, so oh, I will... Does that mean no Texas? That means you're going to... I can't, I can't. Listen. Yeah, you're clicking the mouse, mate. I'm clicking, nothing's happening. OK. Right, so what are you saying? Have we got Texas or not? I'm, I'm saying confused. talk to Tim and I'll give you some text afterwards. So, does that mean you've got Texas or not? Yes, I probably have, but I can't see them. Well, can I have them now? No, because I can't see them. Let me just get this straight. Are we doing Texas now or not? Um, can you speak to Tim instead? OK. Text 81333. Start your message with 3CR. Text will be charged at the standard network rate. BBC Three Counties Radio. Turn it off and on again, isn't it? There's a row brewing in Broxbourne after a woman found her loved one's graves had been turned into a building site. Denise Hutchin, who we spoke to earlier on, what a great speaker, says the first she knew of plans for a new mausoleum was when she visited the town cemetery and found the work in, question, uh, work in progress. The plot in question is communal, so Denise doesn't own it, but she says the fact the council allowed her to put up a cross to mark the grave means they owed her a phone call rather than a nasty surprise. Well, I'm joined now by Tim Morris from the Institute of Cemetery and Crematorium Management. Good morning, Tim. Morning. Tim, I, I'd not heard the phrase common grave before. Well, explain exactly what that means. Yes, a uh, common, sometimes called public grave, uh, are those graves where uh, the exclusive right of burial isn't purchased by the family. And I, I understand that the, the burials of this lady's grandparents took place in the 20s. Yeah, 1913 and 1920, yeah. Yeah, during the sort of the Depression era when uh, people, a lot of people were short of money and couldn't afford to buy the exclusive right, so the council provided public graves for those on lesser means. So this, this, it's a horrible phrase, isn't it? A pauper's funeral. But this is, is, if you had a pauper's funeral, this is where you could possibly end up. Well, yeah, we don't like the word pauper, um, but, but yeah, that, that's correct. People with no means, then the, the local authority would look after them by providing a burial space. Are there lots of them around? Are common graves common? Um, they, they tend, it, it tended to diminish after the war when people became um, you know, more self-sufficient. But we, we are seeing uh, they're making a, a comeback now with you know, all the austerity. Gosh. And what is there... Um, uh, so they're obviously they're owned by the council. Is there a time limit? I mean, supposing th- th- these, these relatives were buried almost 100 years ago, does that kind of g- give the council more rights? Or if, if someone was buried there 10 years ago, would they still be able to do what they wanted? Uh, with, with an unpurchased grave, yes. The only thing that the authority can't do is disturb those previously buried remains. Uh, OK, so, so the, the great-grandparents, they'll, they'll still be buried underneath the mausoleum, is that right? Yes, the, 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 their grave space will still be marked on a statutory plan and their, the, the records of the burials of those people will be 
continue to be maintained in the statutory register. So the location, albeit that you know, for mausoleums being built, the location can still be positively identified. I thought, I remember about 15, 20 years ago, uh, us being told that, um, that, 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 that there wasn't enough grave space for us, that there was no more room, and that um, people were being discouraged from being buried and uh, being cremated was the way forward. Is that still the case? Well, you, you can't change a person's religious or personal beliefs and you can't force cremation on someone who doesn't want it. Right. Um, but 25% of deaths now result in burial, and we are at a, a, a national crisis with regard the shortage of burial space. Mm. Uh, and how difficult is it for cemetery managers to, to kind of balance the emotive feelings of relatives against, you know, the practical needs for space? It's got to be a tough uh, well, gig. Well, it is. It's, 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 it's becoming even more difficult. What we need to remember is that the majority of local authority cemeteries actually produce a deficit. In other words... Uh, the cemetery service is subsidised by the council, so they're certainly not making you know, money, money out of their service. The, the, the problem is sustainability. When a cemetery becomes full, mm. the authority either ceases to provide the service, which it can, uh, and not many local authorities want to do that. They want to look after bereaved people yeah. in, in their area, or they build a new cemetery. Uh, maintenance costs rise because there's another cemetery to maintain on the same income, so yeah, the, the deficit gets bigger. Yeah. So isn't it a shame that that's a space is the answer? Isn't that a shame that the, the, the um, you know the finances have to be a factor in something like this? Well, well, unfortunately, they're a, they're a factor in, in everything. Yeah. Um, can I can I offer some potential solutions? Please for, do, Tim. Yes. Lady? Yeah. Um, well, firstly, if it's not too late to change the location of the mausoleum. The two ladies could buy the exclusive right of burial to their grandparents' grave. Ah, okay. That's one possibility. If it's too late and the exclusive right's been sold uh, to to the family that that was constructing the mausoleum, then perhaps the council could consider uh, planting a, a, a memorial tree in an appropriate location nearby and allowing the two ladies to have a commemorative plaque. I was going to say, because I, I think that building work has actually started, um, right. so it's probably too late for that, but yeah, I was going to ask, what you know, in, in cases like this, is it do, do people ever get the chance to put up plaques with, with the names and the dates of those that are buried there? Yes, it can be done. You know, the law allows this. It right. specifically says that a memorial can be erected other than on a grave space. Mm. And this is quite common in cemeteries, memorial benches, memorial trees. Tim, can I ask, how did you get into to, to, to working in, in, in cemetery and crematorium management? It's, it's not... Um, uh, I wouldn't have thought there were very many young boys that say, oh, when I grow up, I want to be... dot dot dot. How did you end up there? <laughs> uh, like, like, like most people in this profession, by, by accident. Right. You just, you just stumbled across it one day, did you? Well, yeah, I came in through horticulture, local ah, authority parks department. I then, see. Yeah, looking after the cemetery ground. Yeah. And, uh, and I went on from there. Well, listen, you, you know, keep up the good work. And it's one of those things that, you know, we don't often think about until a problem like this arises. I really appreciate your time this morning, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed, Tim Morris, from the Institute of Cemetery and Crematorium Management. What nice people we've spoken to about that story, haven't we? What nice... Uh, what nice people that we've spoken to. Yeah. Here, can I, is this a really dumb idea? And I think this was on a Chris Morris programme years ago, so I'm not going to claim credit for it, but... Burying people standing up. 
more room. You've got more space. Mm. You bury people, obviously they're still in coffins. Yeah. But you bury them um, vertical as opposed to on the horizontal. Little square on top with your name on. Yeah. Job done. Why is that? Is, I mean, I, is that not practical? People all want different things though, don't they? What do you mean? Well, if you go to any graveyard, you see some people have got different tastes from others. Some people have it. Some, some people, people have got terrible taste, yeah. Oh, blimey. So, you know, some people want a great big elaborate kind of thing that you would be befitting of uh, a, an ancient Egyptian poet. Can I stop you for one second? Others Ke- like it plain. Dangerous times. Kelly's doing her thinking face. Oh, no. I know. I'm, I, let's, yeah. let's go into Kelly's head for a moment. <laughs> Kelly, what's happening in your head? If you do bury them standing up, yes. are they still six, six feet under? Is there enough? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, why not? Yeah, six feet under, yeah. So you'd have to have, like, the things that they drill for oil with. I'm not being flippant. This is genuine trying to, you know, the, the, mm. the, the big the big drills. People won't like the idea, though. The same why? reason why oh, they want I to dress why. their... Why? I've got it. Because they wouldn't be resting. You're late exactly. to rest. People won't like the idea. Well, no, you could maybe you could have a little stool you could perch on. Now I'm being flippant. Yeah. Um, well, it's that, isn't it? Because don't forget, the graves aren't really for the person who's in them. The graves are for there for the loved ones. Oh, now she tells me. Danish? Yeah, I'm full. I could murder a Danish. What are those Danish with the yellow stuff in? Oh, the custard. Yo! Yeah, they're good, aren't they? They're good, aren't they? They are good. They are good. Well, that's that sorted. Texas! Yes. Get in there! There's one here from Dan. Hello, Dan. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to read it out. OK. And then we can all have some thinking time. Well, if you're not going to say anything, how are we going to hear it? No, I'll read it out, and then I'm not going to make all any right. comments. OK, go on, do it. Because he's what... assuming we're going to make a comment. I think he says enough. OK. Welcome to Luton Sign. Good. People in Luton are the problem. It will take more than a sign to improve the town's image. This is heavily edited because what I want to say will obviously be deemed racist. From Dan. for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, there's a lane blocks just before Junction 25 for Enfield because of an accident involving a car and a lorry, and that's causing delays all the way from Junction 24 for Potter's Bar. It's also slow anti-clockwise in the opposite direction with people slowing down to look. On the M14 northbound, it's busy at the Denham roundabout towards the M25, and southbound on the M1 at Dunstable, it's looking slow from Junction 11 for the A505 and towards Dunstable Road, and it's also looking really busy actually on Dunstable Road westbound around the M11 at M1 Junction 11 as well. In Kings Langley, approaching the M25 from uh, the A41 southbound, that's looking very busy. And Chilton Railway still have major delays between Banbury and Marlebone through High Wycombe and Princes Risborough. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Talking about bad spelling and signs, uh, Gemma has just tweeted, this was a safety sign at Gulliver's Land. All children must be accompanied by a responsible adult. I mean, come on, guys. We didn't send my boy to a, a nursery once because you walked in, it was a really nice nursery, and uh, there was all artwork on the, the wall. They're like kids, right? So it's pictures of, like, sultanas and things stuck on there. And the heading, written by a teacher, said, um, some of the children used currants to make pictures. 
They spelled currants wrong. <gasps> they spelled currants wrong. Right, we're out of it. This is in swanky North London. I don't blame you. What? Standards. Exactly. Standards. Standards, Jonathan. Quite right, too. Thank you. For, I knew you'd agree. Right, let's have some of this and we'll crack on and find out what's happening on your show. 8.16. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A woman from Hertfordshire says she's appalled after finding a tomb built over her great-grandparents' grave in Hoddesdon. And six people linked to football's world-governing body, FIFA, have been arrested on corruption charges in dawn raids at a hotel in Zurich. BBC Three got Counties no, Radio. There we go. I want to show you something. This is my rabbit stick. Oh, no, don't do that. This is the rabbit stick. Oh, but, do, do that one over there and let me put my hand over my water. OK. This is just a normal chair in the studios. They're yeah, all yeah. the same in there. Yeah. Oh, my... Oh, my God. Shall I video that and then I can share that with everyone? They yeah, can please, see that. That is disgusting. That is absolutely disgusting. We can sue the BBC. Disgusting. We're probably going to get some disease. I hope that chair's not coming with us to the new <laughs> building. It no, probably I think will. we spent so much money on the building and the technicals that we have to bring our own chairs... You weren't wrong about the printers. We're not getting new printers. All the equipment's Yeah, coming. they're taking those printers, which is ridiculous. They don't work! You ready? Right, hang on a minute, hang on. Let me just film a bit of you first so we can see your pretty face. OK, go. What I'm doing, dear listener, is I'm battering the chairs that we use and the filth that's coming off is outrageous. Disgusting. All right, that, I'll put that on. And later. they're all the same next door. I went and did it next door. That's horrible. You do it in your studio. I don't want to. I I'm have no on. idea. I'm listen, sitting on that. Listen, I'm thinking of starting up a union and going on strike. Are you with me or again me? I could probably get Coffer in. He's a right old lefty. Roberto might need to get him drunk and kidnap him. Come on, we need a big name. We need the name what? of the station to be on side. What? You can be our spokesperson. Yeah. What? You're yeah. going to go on strike with us? What? Starting at nine o'clock this morning. I've Beautiful. Beautiful. I, but we are, we demand presenters' rights. Yeah, we get paid a shed load of money for not much work. Of course we do. But we demand, <laughs> we demand uh, clean chairs and um, uh, better uh, production teams working on our shows. Oh. And from, sorry, from nine o'clock this morning, BBC Three Counties Radio is shutting down. We're going on strike. We're standing outside. I can't. I've got a gig on BBC London. <laughs> but I am with you. I will honk my my horn as I drive past you. I'll, bib, I'll do a little bib as I drive past. So, so hang on a minute. I, I'm on strike on my own well, at Nick, nine o'clock. Nick, Nick, Coffer, and um, I mean, uh, they don't turn up till later. It would just be me. Well, hopefully it'll be sorted out by the time they get in. Mind you, I quite like to do my show from outside in the sunshine. It's nice morning. weather today, isn't it? Yes. It'll be good. <laughs> Could I, is that still a strike? Um, if well, I did my show from a deck chair in the car park? You've not crossed the picket line, so you've got me on a technicality, yes. Yes, it could be. Well, I wouldn't be adverse to that. You love doing the show outside, don't you? I hate OBs. No, I hate OBs as well, but I, a bit of sunshine I like. Oh, fine, OK, right. What's on your show... What would be on your show this morning if you weren't going if to I strike, comrade? If I wasn't on strike. Yes. <laughs> Coming up at uh, nine o'clock this morning on the big phone in, are you pleased the government will spend more money on free childcare? Parliament opens today and, with their Queen's speech, the Conservatives are expected to promise an increase in the amount of free childcare available to parents. Current Currently, parents with three- and four-year-olds get 15 hours per week, but we expect that to be increased to 30 hours from next year. Well, from nine this morning, I want to hear your views on this. Of course, it's going to be paid for with taxpayers' money. But are you pleased the government will spend more money on free childcare? Is that a really good use of tax money? 
from nine this morning. Your reaction on 08459 455 555. Shake up your cooking with BBC Dish Up. My top tip for cooking is to keep it simple. Be prepared. Have all your ingredients ready so that you don't forget to add anything. Always read the recipe. Twice, at least. Quick and simple ways to great food. My quick and easy dish is macaroni cheese. My signature dish is fajitas and they're really simple to make. Just keep your eye on everything so it doesn't burn. I've got a great cheats pizza recipe and you can find it on the Dish Up website. For an easier way to cook, just go to bbc.co.uk slash dish up. Sorry? What, 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 what was happening uh, What was happening there? Uh, it's not really good looking. I would say it's awful. All right, fella, I'll put it away then, shall I? 08459 455 555. Spelling, signs, presentation, uh, all of these things are, are, are kind of being woven together. We've spoken just... That Vox about the, um, the Luton sign was mm. incredible. It was, and do you know what? My favourite Polish perspective of all time as well. Wasn't he great? It's not... Often you get everybody. Oh, by the way, good morning, sir. Yeah. It's not often you get everybody saying yeah. the same thing and being so um, well, so angry. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised. As I say, I thought I would go out and maybe people hadn't really noticed it, didn't mm. really have much to say. Um, every single person I spoke to, apart from Ben, who thought, "Well, it's just a sign. It's okay," um, were very angry because they thought, "Hang on a minute, you know, look what Luton's got to offer." But also, the whole reason they're changing the M1 up there is because of expansion at the airport yep. and something to be proud of and here we have this really weakened and tacky welcome to Luton and sign. I've been sitting on this sign uh, th- theory of mine for about a week thinking well should I do it is anyone going to be interested oh, I, 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 do, I, do I is it just me being because mis- I, I know I can be a little bit dour and miserable <laughs> um, C- Catherine a little bit thank you <laughs> Um, but, no, I'm glad I spoke up. I'm glad I spoke well, I up. I just think you got this one bang on the money. I think, you know, with any town, a lot of people coming into Luton who, of course, will be using the airport that, that have never been to the town before. If you had, for argument's sake, a, a giant hat there, a giant straw Ooh. boater, people may look and think, why is that there? They would ask the question, You're find in. out... History. The history of Luton, exactly. Now, uh, so that's one sign. The other sign... Uh, Bedford Square, the Bedford Square shopping precinct in Houghton Regis. They've got these lovely big six big... They're blue, aren't they? No, they're green. Are they green? Oh, what was the, maybe I looked at the wrong... Anyway, so these big, massive uh, flags that say Bedford Square. <laughs> but they don't say Bedford Square. They've spelt square wrong. They've got the <laughs> A and the U the wrong way round. Oh, these, uh, these massive flags are opposite me right now. I'm live in Houghton Regis. Six of them, giant flags. So square, even I can spell square. They've spelt them S-Q-A-U-R-E. Kelly had a little bit of trouble earlier on. She thought square was spelt with a C. Mm, but but it's, great to have you, it's great to have you back, Kels. No. You, you, you did, mate. No. It happened, and it's in it this a... week's podcast. <laughs> It was such an accident. <laughs> I don't know how to spell square. I asked I you to spell went... square. You went S C. <laughs> Catherine, can you get that audio of, of Kelly saying that, this, please? I don't know sure Kelly's clipped it. We asked her to, didn't from. we? Yeah, Ke- Kelly, where's the clip that I asked you to get it's of that? Deleted. It's with okay. the littlest hobo. Okay, if you could find that for me, Catherine, me asking her and her are giving us the answer, please. That would be great. Yes. It's great to have you back, by the way. I had no one to bully. 
Uh, you've taken this to the streets, Just, of course. I have. I expect um, nothing less from you. Absolutely. Now, a lot of people on our Facebook page and Twitter as well, um, they've seen these flags and they're saying this is utterly ridiculous, it's embarrassing. But the bigger question for me was, would anybody in Houghton Regis yeah. notice that square wasn't spelt correctly? Yeah. So what I did for, for 25 minutes, I spoke to the people here in Bedford Square and I asked them a very simple question. I asked them to spell the word square. Here's what happened. Can you spell square for me? Oh, I'll come off it. Square. S-Q-U-R-E, innit? Daniel, how do you spell square? It's square. S-Q-R-E. Square. OK, uh, great vibe, poor spelling. Thanks very much. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> how are you, madam? Square. S Q U R E. Oh no, I can't remember. I don't know what kind of name Square, how do you spell square? S Q E U R E. And I think. Anything about religion? No way. No, not about religion. How do you spell square? It's an S Q U I R E. Afternoon, ladies. Uh, doing some dog research. Very simply, can you spell the word square for me? S Q A. U R E. I've got Justin. There's another 55 seconds of this to go. Mm, mm, I, it, this mm. is, this is breaking. Are these, is this real? This is real. I promise you, this, this is, is real. This is the most depressing <laughs> vox you've ever done. This you is breaking to me my yesterday. heart. You said to me yesterday, oh, you idiots. wouldn't find anybody who can't. I did. Yeah. Well, I did. Should we, should we continue? Yes, please. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you think, madam? How do you spell square? Fair, <laughs> couldn't we? <laughs> The question is, madam, it's quite a big question. Okay. How do you spell the word square? S Q U R E. Ask you a very quick question. How do you spell the word square? Dunno. I'm a street dog from the radio. Uh. How do you spell the word square? Square? S Q U A I R E. What? I'm J Dog. Oh, nice to meet you. And yourself. Um, how do you spell the word square? Uh, S-U... Oh, hang on. That ain't spelt right up there anyway. But that's not spelt right. No. Yeah, that's correct. So how do you spell it? S-U-A-R... I don't know. <laughs> I love the way you said that's not spelt right, but you couldn't get it yourself. Wow. There you go, guys. That is, uh, do you know what? I'm going to go home, I'm going to draw the curtains, and I'm going to start drinking again. What is the, what's the point? Can I just interrupt there for a second? Yes, sir. Um, I could have given you a lot more. Can I also highlight something? Mm. It's not just the youths, is it? These are people who've managed to live all their lives. Oh, you know, a real mix of people, people who were in their teens, you know, right the way up to people in their 80s. And that was what? That was 20 minutes. That was all that was. Me yesterday, 20 minutes, asking people in hey, Bedford Square, how do you spell square? Do you know what, Justin, actually? Here's um, the one good thing to come from that. Mm. Kelly doesn't feel so much of a numpty. <laughs> she does. There are people out there who are as, as, as dumb as Kells. I mean, we could try another word in no, Houghton Regis. I don't know how to spell square. It's great to have you back, mate. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she knows how to spell square, Justin. We'll have the uh, evidence of that um, in a sec. Where have you put it, Kath? Right in the bottom of your run order. All right, let's have a little... Let's see if Kelly really does know how to spell square. This is from earlier on in the show. Kelly, spell square! S-C-U... What? Oh, my God! <laughs> I tell you what's brilliant is, is Catherine's... What? Kelly, spell square! S-C-U... What? Oh, my God! <laughs> 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 
That's going to be my new ringtone. Uh, the thing is, boss, you know, the, <laughs> the, the, these six new flags, which are massive, look out for them if you're driving through Houghton Regis today. Yeah. A lot of people saying on Facebook, do you know what? What a waste of money. But I think there's the evidence. It's yeah. not a waste of money because people can't spell the word anyway. Maybe the, the, the people that spell it S-Q-U-A-R-E are the ones that have been spelling it wrong this whole time. Mm. The squares. Justin, excellent stuff, mate. Thank you very Thank much. You. Honestly, Cheers. I mean, that is the most depressing piece I've ever heard him do. Really? Oh, well, come on. <laughs> on air. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. We'll take your calls about graves, about signs, about dead rabbits, all kinds of things after this. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's really busy on the M25, clockwise from Junction 24 for Potters Bar to 25 for Enfield because of an accident that has happened there at the, between a lorry and a car. Also, anti-clockwise people are slowing down to have a look. On the M40, it's slow from the Denham roundabout towards the M25, but queues are actually stretching back from the Swakeley's roundabout. And on the M1, it's slow southbound from Junction 11 for Dunstable Road um, around that stretch. It's also easing off on the A505 Dunstable Road itself, though. In Kings Langley, on the A41, that's busy southbound towards the M25. Junction 20 and on the trains there are still major delays for Chilton Railway services between Banbury and Marleybone through High Wycombe, Princess Frisburg and Aylesbury Vale Parkway. There are all some of them a lot of the trains through that stretch are cancelled so check with the departure boards there. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Stage with the headlines, I'm Barry Caffrey. A woman from Hertfordshire says she is angry after finding a tomb built over her great-grandfather's grave. Denise Hutchins' ancestors were buried in a common grave at Hoddesdon Cemetery. Broxbourne Borough Council says as it's a common grave, it means it's owned by the council and the family have no exclusive right to it. Chiltern Railways are not running services through Buckinghamshire this morning because of signalling problems. All services between Banbury and Marleybone and Aylesbury and Marleybone have been cancelled. A new temporary arrivals hall is in use at Luton Airport from today. It's opened to allow a £100 million redevelopment of the main terminal. The owners of a set of misspelled advertising flags in Houghton Regis say they're being dealt with. Pictures of the Bedford Square banner flags have the letter A ahead of the letter U in the word square. And the weather forecast, a mainly cloudy dry day ahead, though there will be some sunny spells and highs of 18 Celsius, 64 in Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. The BBC understands Watford are close to replacing Slavisi Jakanovic with Getafe and former Atletico Madrid manager Kike Sanchez Flores. Jakanovic's contract expires at the end of next month and talks have broken down over his contract demands. Watford have now approached Flores who is set to become the Hornets' fifth manager in a year. A senior FIFA source has confirmed to the BBC that a number of FIFA officials have been arrested in a dawn raid at their hotel in Zurich. It's thought the suspects are facing extradition to the US on corruption charges. Reports late last year said that a former FIFA official, Chuck Blazer, was a cooperating witness for an investigation into corruption in the governing body. However, our sports news correspondent Richard Conway says it's not clear if today's events are linked to that. We know from an internal report 
that Mr. Blazer, along with Jack Warner, who's also been named as someone who's of interest to the authorities this morning, took around $88 million from CONCACAF over the 20 years. Whether it's related to that, whether it's related to other matters, we just don't know. We're expecting there to be a press conference held later today at 3.30 UK time, we understand, in uh, New York, where we may find out more information about what has happened. In tennis, Serena Williams is through to the second round of the French Open in Paris. The two-time champion beat the Czech qualifier Andrea Hilevakova 6-2-6-3, but admits she's still struggling with an elbow injury. It's not 100%, but I was able to serve okay. I didn't serve as many aces as I normally do, but I think um, the good thing, it gets better every day. Hopefully, if I can win another round, it'll be better. BBC Three Counties Radio News and Sport. I'm back with a full bulletin at nine. There once was a wealthy man who had a wonderful idea To bring children from all places with all kinds of faces Together into a sailing ship there were 40 boys and girls Sail their ship around the globe, so they called it the United World. The ship was just three weeks from shore when a hurricane bore it down. The waves were big as mountains, they found they would surely drown. They jumped into the lifeboats, rolled away from the wreck. A watchful pair of eyes And living in the valley Were people lost in time Ruled over by a tyrant Whose face was in a mask The children must defeat him So they can escape at last From the lost islands The lost islands Front page of the sun Um <clears throat> Disappointed that the Queen's speech will not feature um, the Tories' plans that are in the manifesto to get rid of the um, uh, human rights. Who's disappointed? The Sun. The Sun. Right. And as someone has pointed out on, on Twitter, remind us, the Sun must have forgotten its own journalists relying on the Human Rights Act in court. Easy mistake to mis- make, I suppose. They uh, did, didn't they? Yeah. They did. Our human rights are being breached with the Sun. I can't retweet that because I'm being followed by the editor of the Sun. Yeah. And I don't want to give. I don't want to give them any reason to look into my closet. The door is locked and no one's going in there. And I'm not coming out. If you rattle it, you hear bones. There we go. Uh, Any Texas? Yes. Go on then. Lee's reading Leighton Buzzard. This is unfair, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. Wow, the people of Houghton Regis are dumb. Oh, come Spelled on. correctly in capital letters. Come on, guys. That's, unf- that's unfair. They just, so what? They couldn't spell square. Come on. The, some of the best people can't spell square. They cut Some of them cut Well... No, it was a mistake. I don't have to spell was. it. Do you admit <laughs> that you didn't know how to spell the word square? No, I know how to spell square. Do, what, do, do you really? Because the evidence... I know. A C appeared... I don't know where it came from. Yeah, I just see appeared. <laughs> okay. Kelly, spell square. S C U. What? Oh my god! Ah! <laughs> Thanks. 
Thank you very much. You're, no, no, Kelly, thank Good you. Good to have you back. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Tony writes, there is nothing wrong with the new Who's welcome. Tony Wright? Who is Tony Wright? Do I'm supposed to, supposed to know this guy? This Tony Wright? Tony. Tony, Tony. That Tony. All right, Tony. Ian, there's nothing wrong with the new welcome to Luton sign. We have to remember who we are. We're an industrial town with an airport. We are a grey town, a dirty old town, brackets the Pogues. We are not a royal town, a pretty town. Luton is a hard town. You can't polish a whatnot. You can roll oh. it in glitter. And that would be the impression given if we had a pretty welcome to Luton sign. I'm no scare, written wrong. I love Luton, says Tony. Well, obviously, it doesn't sound like he loves Luton. Well, he, he knows. He knows his. He knows his place. Listen, we know what Luton is, but there's no. There's no. There's no uh, um, a danger in uh, reaching for the stars. If you reach for the stars, you you ju hang on. If you reach for the moon, you might just touch a star. That is that you can write that down. And pretend the Chinaman said that because that is beautiful. I think he has been written down. A Chinaman from the 1800s. You can. Uh, uh, Kelly, mm -hmm. you heard that famous quote from a Chinaman. In the 1800s? Yeah, there's no there's no danger in reaching... Hello. Hello, I'm talking to you. Stay on the line. I'm talking to her. Gosh, that's rude, isn't it? Sorry. Fadari. What's that supposed to say on my screen? <laughs> no, Fader. F-A. Kelly. No, uh, e. Kelly. A famous okay. quote from an old, an old dead Chinaman. There's no danger in reaching for the moon. You might just touch a star. That star's me, this guy. But you don't like touching. Wendy's on the line. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning. Wendy, what have you got for us? Well, if you, you've been talking about misspelling... Yes, I have. What a uh, naughty girl she was. <laughs> as, as you go past the Roebuck Inn at Stevenage yeah. on the B197, one of the spellings of restaurants is correct and the other is incorrect. Oh, flipping heck. Seriously. Every time I go past, I look at it. <laughs> hoping they changed it. Someone has sent me a sign. This isn't a misspelling. This is very naughty. But there's a sign for Watford, yeah. and someone's put a T in front of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Isn't that naughty? Yeah. Uh, but I, and it's, I know it's, it's such a small... Not the, the Watford one, but the restaurant. It's such a small thing, but it's really important. I think it's important to spell words correctly, particularly on signs. Yes, yes, definitely. And when you first look at it, or when I first looked at it, I thought, that doesn't look right. And then when you see the other one is spelt correctly and you realise, you know, that mm. you were right all along. Wendy, thank you for highlighting. That is standards. It's called standards. And I've got some. Low. Very, very, very low, yes. But I've, at least I've got some. Unlike Bedford Squire. That reminds me of amended signs. You know um, the gay village in Manchester is called Canal Street? Oh, no. They did. They well, they're asking for that, aren't they? Some <laughs> they of them took are. the sea off. <laughs> 08459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Hey, um, do you think. More the, Texas. Well, I was going to read this story about. Old, uh, let me do this first. because um, Do you think the old people will have fallen back to sleep by now? Some. I'm terrified of them. Have you seen the story in the sun? Um, uh, there's me knocking the old people. Not literally. Well, that one time was an accident, but. Well, I say accident. The judge, believe me, that's all that matters. Uh, I, we've got to be careful about what we say about the elderly. Right. Over 60s yob shock. Now, this is only in one county, OK, but I guess we'd imagine it's, it, 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 this is nationwide. Can we guess the county? Uh, Can we have a bit of fun with it? <laughs> we'll have no fun on this show. I'm going to say Warwickshire. You don't know what the story is yet. Warwickshire? Yeah. I was thinking that. All right, Uri Your benders. Of spoons. Yeah, he's a massive bender, isn't he? Of spoons. Mm -hmm. Well, so he says... I've seen him bend a spoon. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant trick. 
Is it a lifetime's career? Well, he's... he's um, I don't know if he's been to Korea. The number of over-60s arrested for assault in one county has soared by almost 15%, figures revealed. More than 100 were held for attacks in Nottinghamshire oh. in 2014, including three accused of assaulting a cop. This is old people. People arrested for that heist. Old people. Got to be very careful about the the people that drive mobility scooters and mow down young children. Old people. But they've probably spent their lifetime being good and thought, you know what, I'm just going to... A bit naughty now. Police, well, this is very naughty. Police also stopped 59 for drink driving, <gasps> while 14 over 60s were nicked for <clears throat> sexual touching. Oh. In total, 446 people in the age group were arrested last year. David Jones, Secretary of Nottingham Pensioners Age Group, said. He did say that. There is no excuse. I am stunned by these figures. Quarter past three. Because he can't hear. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'm 96. Well done. <laughs> I'm going to be a naughty old person. Whoa. You're going the right yeah, way. Yeah, you're going to go for the sexual touching. Not now. The, oh. the drink driving thing, though, is a is a thing with older That's people. That's a cultural thing. Because they didn't have uh, the same sort of laws that we had. They didn't have any laws. They, was, they were feral. Um, feral. The, uh, old people are a danger. You know my views on old people driving. Well, it just I just think here's the thing, right? Because always, always young people, young oh, young people. Oh, 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 oh. Let's celebrate the youth. Let's put a curfew on the elderly. Let's say uh, if you're 65 and over, you've got to be in by half past eight. Put your slippers on, watch uh, watch the one show, and take it nice and easy. And let the this is why the young people are so aggressive out there because they're scared of the old people. It's 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 learnt behaviour. Do you know who's worse? Elderly widows. Oh. I'm saying it. Do you know why? I have experience. Do you know what? You're an elderly widow. I spent my 21st birthday with the Wigan uh, sector of the ladies' circle. Oh yeah. Yeah, I went with my gran. Yeah. I've never seen more gin drunk mm. or heard bluer jokes. Mm. They were. Filth bombs. Yep, 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 totally. It's an outrageous place. They're off I... the leash, you see. They're off the leash. I would love to take a 70-year-old club in with me. So if you're 70 and oh, up for fun times, nine. Kelly Betts. Well, Sorry we took that. a 90-year-old to see a soft porn film. Very soft. Mm. Well, he's old. He's 90 years old. <laughs> it was the weirdest night. And then we took Dennis from Dunsville to see Fifty Shades of Grey, and it was a very... You're right, Catherine. It was a very soft... Well, no, I don't think it was that soft. It was... Oh, come... Are we, are we hardened? Is that what it is? It was boring. I'm going to turn your microphones off while you two um, just have a think. It was boring. <laughs> it was boring. Kelly. It, but, but old people, they're trouble. Give us a text. Uh, here we go. A hundred million for the arrivals hall at Luton Airport. A hundred million. million! Well, yeah, what? All coming over here from Poland? No. Oh, pounds, yes. you mean? I think you used to be able to buy an entire Poland. airport from that, says Simon in Stevenage, who's obviously bought airports in his time. All right, Simon. Tough Pe guy. People buried upright, says Adam from Hemel. Yes. They won't stay that way forever. However, in Ireland, plots go downwards, not side by side. Three plots in the space of one. Not just in Ireland, it happens here too. Kath doesn't think you can have a poignant land... Emotive land, but does think you can have a gay street. Double standards. <laughs> no, the gay village. Yeah, double. A oh, whole village. Flipping heck. <laughs> Who said that? I'm, I'm, I'm the only straight in the village. Here's a I said, protesting my innocence a bit too much. I didn't fact, leave till 4 a.m. They, they didn't just take the C off, they took the S from street as well. <laughs> have a guess who said that tweet. <laughs> oh, wait, 459, 455, 555. <laughs> 
is the... Um, Thank you, Daniel. That is genius. Telephone number if you uh, want to give us a call. There's always one... Of the, there's lots of these stories recently. <laughs> I like these. Kids... Well, I don't like this. <laughs> I'm about to say kids' tears at Fun Day Flop. I don't like that, but... I do like these stories where people pay um, a, a lot of money to go and see a themed day or a themed weekend. If it's not a Disneyland, you know it's not going to be as good. Hundreds of children were left in tears when a £19 superhero fun day with Frozen characters turned out to be a rip-off. Families queued up to two and a half hours to see favourites from the Disney film, plus 19 cartoon, movie and TV greats but many were nowhere to be seen. And at the Frozen sing-along, Elsa and an oversized Olaf walked off when the music went wrong. Now, we saw a picture of Elsa in one of the papers. She's a big lass. I think she'd eaten at least three Elsas. Then there's um, a woman in the worst Wonder Woman costume, and she's called... <laughs> they've done very funny captions. Blonder Woman. Refunder Woman. Oh! <laughs> Doctor Er-Who. Uh, and then there's, there's a bloke that looks like James Whale. As Indiana Jones. Oh. Guess what they've come up with, Finn? This is brilliant. This is old boy. As Indiana Jones. One for Indy Grave. <laughs> Indy Grave. Okay, oh, right. Flipping it. Beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the N25, there is queues anti-clockwise approaching Junction 25 for Enfield from Junction 24 for Potters Bar because of an accident between a lorry and a car. It's also slow on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 18 for the A404 at Chorleywood and 15 for the M4. In Uxbridge on the A40 into London, that's slow at the Swakeley's roundabout towards Gypsy Corner. And in Beaconsfield on the A355 southbound, that's busy at the junction for the M40 Junction 2. On the trains, Chiltern Railway are still being affected by hour-long delays and cancellations between Banbury and Marleybone because of a signalling problem and also Great Northern have delays between Hitchin and Letchworth Garden City because of a signalling problem so they might be cancelled at short notice as well. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Hey, we're nearly done, 8.46. Uh, it's Wednesday the 27th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A woman from Hertfordshire says she's appalled after finding a mausoleum built over her great-grandparents' grave. Broxbourne Borough Council say as it's a common grave, she's got no right to it. And six people have been arrested in Switzerland in connection with alleged corruption at Football World's governing body FIFA. Oh, and isn't it interesting that one of the people arrested was going to be running against Sepp Blatter for president? of FIFA. I mean, conspiracy theory, guys? Cover-up? What cover-up? Maybe you better cover-up. Let's find out what the weather's going to be like. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Thanks very much indeed. Beautiful, beautiful day there across the three counties. Lots of sunshine at the moment. The temperatures are leaping up in response to that sunshine. Uh, we're in double figures now, really, for most of us. And the only way is up, really. Looking like a very nice day for us. Certainly the first half will keep quite a lot of sunshine. From mid-afternoon onwards, we've got more cloud moving towards us from the west. But before that, a high of 17, maybe 18 Celsius. And then thick cloud moving in through this evening, potentially a little bit of light 
light and patchy rain or drizzle through the evening and the early hours of tomorrow morning. The wind really increasing as well. Temperatures staying in double figures. Tomorrow we'll start with a little bit of cloud. It clears up quite nicely and then it's bright with sunny spells and a high of 15, perhaps 16 degrees. Friday we've got some heavy rain through the day and uh, some really sharp showers in the afternoon with some hail and thunder mixed in. Saturday is dry and bright though, although it's uh, still fairly breezy and Sunday we've got a lot of rain for the middle part of the day and it will feel quite cold with a high of just 13 Celsius. Thank you, Sarah! If you've missed any of the programmes here on BBC Three Counties Radio, you've missed things like this. Did the drugs in his mouth kill him? No, it, they didn't. Okay. And, you know, Did they play a part in his death? Toxic. He had four glasses of champagne, two bottles of wine, four cocktails. What's two French? I have a feeling that was a cocktail as well. But there is a way you can hear it all again. And Renata Blower, you have just allowed the first ever nurse to be funded for Renata Great Ormond Street who will deal specifically with children who have undiagnosed conditions. bbc.co.uk slash threecountiesradio. Well, the Police and Crime Commissioner for Bev Jolly Martins joins me in the studio. Were you wrong to go ahead with this referendum? But what was the alternative? As I've said, I was not, that was not a situation that I was prepared to just sit there and do nothing about. Allowing you to listen to what you missed. BBC.co.uk slash Three Counties Radio. Fried, fried, fried potatoes. You missed all of this, Kelly. This is, you, you take time off work, this is what happens. Standards uh, rise. <laughs> Lower, 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 ooh. Good. Coleslaw, potato salad. And she said, no. I went, oh. <laughs> Grapes, orange segments. All of that stuff actually went out on the radio, A, just then, and B, on Monday, Tuesday. Oh. Don't take time off again. Uh, Akbar's on the line. Good morning, Akbar. Uh, good morning, Ian. How's it going, fella? What you got for us? Um, I'm I'm fine, Ian. Uh, Ian, uh, these signs, uh, they do uh, say lots of things about the organisation uh, they are coming from. And uh, if uh, one happens to walk into Luton Police Station, uh, um, their Bedfordshire Police uh, uh, sign uh, is uh, is plastered uh, all over their, um, in, in their reception on the floor. Now, I, I thought that that was very disrespectful, uh, both uh, um, for, for, the, for, the, for the police force to put its uh, insignia, which is part of their uniform and part of their, their, their cap, on the, on the floor, floor for, for people and uh, everybody else to trample over. But so what is it? Hang on, I've not, I have not had cause to go into Bedfordshire Police Station. They, oh, Luton Police Station. They've never caught me. They've never caught me, Akbar. I'm too fast. I know all the back roads. They never catch me. So what does it right. say on the floor of Luton Police Station? Your name? Well, uh, no, it doesn't say that. Uh, the, the, this insignia uh, greets you uh, while lying on the floor. It's oh. all over the floor, oh. and and which is which is I uh, to the best of my understanding, what I can understand yeah. is is there the police, Bedfordshire uh, police insignia. I that's interesting you mention that. I don't know if that is dis uh, disrespectful because it, it is quite common, isn't it, to 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 have things like that on the floor. 
but it's it's that's quite common uh, uh, Ian. Uh, yes, and, uh, but, but at the same time no yeah. no no yes you see this insignia is part of their uniform and part of uh, what would you cap, like to see cap. on the floor of Luton police station apart from a copper? nothing 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 I would I, I, I this this insignia nothing. on the floor did okay. hurt me okay did I, hurt me I, I, and uh, I intend I intend reading, reading it with the, with the oh come on their skin they've got no money that you we always hear about how they've got no money they can't spend any money on painting over the sign on the floor exactly, there are exactly. Big, aren't there bigger the, the, aren't there bigger things that you should be worried about the police than you know the sign no, no, on the no. floor? I, 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 I deeply care about my police and I, I uh, attach lots of respect uh, and care to them and, the uh, and it's uh, it is uh, it is very hurtful that uh, they have okay. not thought about it okay Akbar listen thank you very much let's just see what uh, uh, our experts think about that did you just cut the cheese hey that's unfair Akbar, thank you. Um, I'd never thought of it that way before. Uh, no, I, I, I think that's maybe uh, a little bit... I think the thing about the sign in Luton, the, the welcome to Luton sign, is, is it's the first thing you see. It's literally welcoming you to Luton. It looks awful. It looks cheap. It looks nasty. Probably cost a few quid. The, the, the M is wonky. It looks rubbish. Sign on the floor. I, I mean, really. Dave on the text says about the welcome to Luton sign. He's also a fan of the uh, average speed cameras next to it. A real Luton welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's 50 miles an hour, so that's, that's plenty. That's plenty fast coming off the motorway, isn't it? 08459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to uh, to give us a call. Any, any texts? We were talking about Danish earlier on. Yeah. Danish? Yeah, you were talking about it earlier on, yeah. Steve from, says... Pe- d- people from Denmark, yeah? No, uh, in this case, no. Oh. Steve says, I like a cinnamon swirl. Thanks, Steve. I'm glad. John Paul Gillies had a temp... No. Who was at Margam Country Park near Port Talbot, South Wales, on Bank Holiday Monday with kids Annabelle Six and William... Just get to the point of the sentence! Said, it was the worst trip ever. This is the frozen oh, right. day. We only saw three characters, Elsa, Anna, and Wonder Woman, who was an absolute state. <gasps> and there is Wonder Woman. She's um, uh, hula hooping with her arms. I don't remember that episode. Refunder Woman. <laughs> Outraged, Katie O'Donoghue added, we basically went there and paid 19 quid to glimpse a shoddy Olaf walking around. Parents also complained of 45-minute queues for loos and food and drink stalls with major traffic congestion outside. Dozens want refunds. Uh, but Neath Port Tal- Talbot Council, which runs the park, apologised and said problems stemmed from the unprecedented 13,000 visitors. The thing with this stuff, right, is you can't mess around with it, right? You've either got to do it properly or not do it at all because it's you know it's one thing you and I went for a rubbish day out we'd be angry and we'd write a letter but when you've got five six seven year old kids with you that um, they've hopefully they've yet to be tainted by the world of disappointment and you're promising them magic Mm -hmm. you know and their kids can sniff out that rubbish a mile off they also know frozen back to front they want to see the real princess don't they and yet you know what here's the thing they they 
they buy into those giant costumes. They buy into the full-face costumes because they go to Disneyland. And we, the, my boys um, had their autograph book out from Disneyland last night and they were looking at the autographs. And then we were looking at... We got some of the pictures out. It was fantastic. From Euro Disney, sorry. Uh, and there's a picture of them. With, and, it's, you know, it's them in the full suit. And they buy into that. That's the real Mickey Mouse. That's the, that's the real Snow White. Beautiful uh, woman. You know, that's the real Snow White. That's the real... Uh, whoever the, I can't the other one was. But you can't get, with the greatest of respect, a fat, a fat girl playing Anna. No disrespect, but you can't. And you can't get this, you know, this, this um, Olaf costume looks like it's from Pound Stretcher. You can't mess around How with kids. they got away with that? Because Disney really quite, you know... They... Oh, I bet they haven't. I bet if Disney, Disney knew... Livid. Yeah, I bet if Disney knew what was going on, they'd have none of this. One for Indie Grave. Why don't you get that? Well, I didn't. I thought you were doing a voice, but then I realised that was the joke. No, one for Indie Grave. They okay, call him yeah. Indie in the film. Short for Indiana. Mm. So sure for what? Andy's on the line. Good morning, Andy. Morning, Ian. What you got for us, mate? Morning, Catherine. Hiya. Yeah, forget the, hey, listen, you're talking to the organ grinder. Forget the monkeys, <laughs> all right? <laughs> OK. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention, uh, make a point about the flag thing. Akbar just rang in about the, the flag on the ground. So, um, in certain Asian countries, certainly Thailand, it's uh, an offence to stand on money uh, it's got a picture of the king on uh, on the note. It's an offence to sort of stand on the the, 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 the flag. Um, you can actually get put in prison. So I think Akbar's coming from a sort of cultural perspective. Uh, where you know what, Andy? Yeah, you're you're right. And uh, often in um, uh, uh, foreign countries, particularly Pakistan, actually, to show their disgust, they'll burn a flag. You know, and it's a real, you know, they might as well be urinating on a picture of your mum. It's a really uh, offensive thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, and, and the foot thing is quite important as well. I think in, in a lot of Asian countries, you know, culturally, uh, there, there's a lot of sort of people walking around barefoot, feet are, are less clean, um, and therefore putting your feet on the flag or on a banknote or any picture of a king or anything like that is definitely a, it's a criminal offence. So, uh, All right, and Andy, nice one. Listen, the lines are great, so I'm going to let it go. Thank you for that. There was a great... At the end of World War Two, right, or maybe it was during World War Two, when we were kind of best buddies with the Americans, OK, uh, as a sign of thanks, to thank them for all the work and the help they'd done during World War Two, an enterprising uh, British company made um, underpants <gasps> out of the Stars and Stripes, thinking this is a cheeky bit of fun, it's kind of a cheeky British way of saying thank you for... Of course, it's one of the worst things you can do to the, the American flag. They salute it every morning. They raise the flag in classrooms and salute it. And the Americans, were they're like, hang on a minute, we've just helped you kick the Nazis' butts and you're now taking the mickey out of it. And they're they to apologise. Oh, it was awful. You don't mess. You're not, they're not allowed to touch the ground, are they, Stars and Stripes? Well, Americans, I think they can. <laughs> I've seen an American... I've never seen an American touching the ground. You're right. If you're American and you can touch the ground... Call Jonathan. <laughs> oh, no, don't call Jonathan. He's on strike. He is, isn't that... He's, he's on strike. I never thought it would be him, did you? For the next three hours, I'm sure it'll be sorted out by the time it comes on at midday, it's, it's going to be um, um, uh, birdsong and tumbleweed. Or, or if they let him on air, it'll be him spouting his left-wing nonsense. Although, if anyone can sort it, he can. Maybe he'll be on at nine. He might, he might sort it out yeah. in the next minute and a half. You never know. 
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25, there are long delays clockwise approaching Junction 25 for Enfield because of an accident between a lorry and a car. Also, it's looking really slow in the opposite direction and anti-clockwise as well. It's busy from Junction 18 for Chorleywood to 15 for the M4. On the M1, it's slow southbound from Junction 12 for Splittick to Junction 11 for Dunstable. And in Beaconsfield on the A355 southbound, it's slow at the M40 Junction 2. On the trains, there's still delays on Chilton Railway between Banbury and Marlebone with an hour. That's because of a signalling problem and some cancellations too. Also, Great Northern have delays between Hitchin and Letchworth Garden City because of a signalling problem. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you. Uh, Al has corrected me on Twitter. I do appreciate it. I was talking about someone who put a T in front of uh, the sign, uh, the Watford sign, and I implied it was rude. He said it's just Northern. It's Watford, isn't it? That's what it is. It's at Watford. Go on, to Watford. Thank you, Al. Kelly, great to have you back. Catherine, we'll have words. Daily, thank you. Back tomorrow at six. JVS is up next. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Wednesday. It's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in, are you pleased the government will spend more money on free childcare? Parliament opens today. And with their Queen's speech, the Conservatives are expected to, imp- to promise an increase in the amount of free childcare available to parents. Currently, parents with three and four-year-olds get 15 hours free per week, but we expect that to be increased to 30 hours from next year. Well, this morning I want to hear your reaction. I mean, of course, it's going to be taxpayers that will pay for this. So are you pleased the government will spend more money on free childcare? Is it a good use of money? Pick up the phone, come on and have your say. Here's my telephone number. It's 08459 455 555. This is the JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first, let's get the latest BBC News. At nine o'clock, here's Barry Caffrey. Good morning. The Queen will present the Conservatives' programme for government for the next year when she opens Parliament later today. Included in the plans are more powers for Scotland and a bill paving the way for a referendum on leaving the EU. But proposals to scrap the Human Rights Act and replace it with a British Bill of Rights have been dropped. The former SNP leader, Alex Salmond, newly elected to Parliament, said he didn't think the Tories were confident of getting it through the Commons. The early signs are it hasn't taken long for this government to be blown off course in the the Human Rights Act, as as we see this morning. And it just indicates a a majority of uh, 12 in parliamentary terms is actually very little. And I I suspect there's going to be a range of key votes uh, where the government comes under real pressure and will find themselves in headlong retreat as they are in the Human Rights Act this morning. Several senior officials from football's world governing body FIFA have been arrested at a hotel in Switzerland in a dawn raid by Swiss police. They're understood to be facing corruption charges as part of an American investigation. FIFA's president, Sepp Blatter, is not believed to be among them. Alex Kapstick reports from Zurich. 